142 hands swimming a triathlon. 18 hands winning the big game. And this is the sound of two hands helping to save a life. It's called hands-only CPR, and it's recommended by the American Heart Association. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. It's incredibly easy and effective. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life. Find out more about this latest method of CPR at handsonlycpr.org. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. You're, you're, you're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Tom Brady has still not committed to playing in the 2018 season. You started to go, huh. Now remember, he's working against a bunch of things. There's the Tom versus time. Uh, do I, I think there was the chance. There's a chance. That Tom should have, would have walked away had they won that last Super Bowl. Tom Brady's working against the thought of CTE. He's working against his wife saying he had Newburn's concussions a year ago. She clearly wants him to quit. Clearly wants him to quit. He had this documentary, which is, you only start to do that when you're thinking about shutting it down. And even though his words said, I want to play till I'm 45, his actions were, hey, I'm doing a documentary. I'm letting people in. It's the first time ever. You only do that when it's your swan song. The Doug Gottlieb Show. He's good. You know, he really is. Weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Right ahead for Forsberg, dangles into the ab zone, tries to get around, dunk it, Siemens does, shot, score! Philip Forsberg puts the Predators on top by a score of 1-0. Chuck to the near side, abs in pursuit, picked up by Barry and it's poke checked away. Centering pass, watch out, shot, score! Colton Sissons, a broken play, he gets it and fires it. Past the blocker of Bernier, and it's a 2-0 lead. Picked up by Smith. He's got Fisher with him. He'll walk it into the near circle and shoots and scores. Craig Smith with a long-distance wrist shot. An absolute dagger. Puts the Preds on top, 3-0 with 8-11 to go here in period number two. Up top for Barry. Abs need to close it in a little bit. Barry with a redirect down low shot. Score! Gabe Landeskog. It's a 5-on-3 power play goal. And the Avs break through. They've still got a minute 33 to go on the power play. Zadorov back in down the wing. Off to the end with a shot. Saber and rebound. Score! Alexander Kerfoot cleans up on the far side of the crease. And the Avs have made it a one-goal game. Nine to go, eight to go. Landeskog, last opportunity for Kerfoot. Speed to the Nashville zone. Down the right wing, around Arvidsson. Centering pass, Joe shoots over the top of the net, and that's going to do it. The Avs will fall to the Predators by a final score of 3-2. to two. They gave it all they could to try to come back, but they trail in the series three games to one. Oh, my God, I'm on the glass in one of those tunnels last night in the final minute when Colin Wilson had the puck right there in the slot, fired one at uh, Pecorine, and it hits the post. We're all thinking... Overtime at that point. Man, one centimeter. That was the difference between a, a, a ridiculous comeback and a 3-1 deficit in this series. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. 
on this Thursday morning as we say hello to H.W. Will Peterson, James Manchester, Maryland. We got Dan Tanner here today and, of course, Marty O. Fellas, uh, the thrill was there. Uh, too bad they couldn't finish the way they started or, yes, start the way they finished because last night they had it. They had it down in the third period. They just got off to a woeful start. Yeah, and you guys were in the building. I was at the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame banquet, so I, I missed the beginning of the game. But the uh, the newspaper today, which got delivered, um, uh, talks about how the uh, the environment wasn't the same for Game Four as it was for Game Three. What, what's the story here? What's going on? Mm. I I disagree. Yeah, I don't I don't I, agree with that. Mike Chambers, that's his lead. The pregame environment of Game Four on Wednesday night wasn't as electric as it was Monday. I think that's a very subjective comment. I, okay. I, I don't know what else it takes. I'm I mean, just trying to figure out how they fell behind 3 nothing. That's all. Because the desperate team played like a desperate team. Nashville came out hot. Nashville worked the puck around. Nashville took advantage of a depleted Colorado blue line. The forecheck was there. They kept the puck in the AV zone for almost the entire first period. They had a five-on-three for crying out loud. Nashville came to play in the first period. I don't think it had anything to do with the environment. The yeah, scene. Frankly, the Avalanche were lucky to be down just one nothing after the first period. I thought Could've the been three yeah the swing of the game was that the Avalanche couldn't come out and get it tied at one. Because what did the Predators do when they were down one nothing at home? They got both of those games tied at one. Avalanche found themselves down three nothing. Great comeback, but you can't dig yourself a three nothing hole at home. Uh, we'll see what happens in Game Five. Man, but guys, I, I don't I don't know what it looked like on television, but that Wilson shot that hit the post. I, I mean, I'm right there. That's a goal. I mean, he, it was open right over the shoulder of Pecorine. It was right there. You're that close to sending it to overtime. And I'll say this, because that place was about to explode. If they score that goal, they win that game last night. There's yeah, no I doubt mean, about it. They, yep. they dominated the third period. Talk about all the momentum being in your favor at that point. I, I would agree with you. It was, uh, you know, it's a matter of inches, but now it is, uh, boy. Talk about back against the wall, down 3-1, two of the remaining three games in Nashville. Uh, it's tough sledding from here on out. Well, we made a vow. We talked before the show. If the Avs can make a return trip to Nashville, okay, a return trip, which means this series would have to go seven, we're going to that game. Yes, yes. We will spend Monday night on uh, on Broadway. We'll go to the game on Tuesday. We'll do the show there a couple. Yeah, we're we're in. We're going. We are going to that game if it goes seven. When is game seven? It is uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. All right, so we, we're all in on this, right? I mean, we're not yes. messing around. No, I'm in. I'm I'm good to go. All right, so the 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 Avs can win Friday. I'm listen. I'm at that point now where. You, you just never know what you're going to get, even with their third-string goalie out. How many Avs fans had ever even seen Andrew Hammond before this series, even know Andrew Hammond? Seven. All of a sudden, he's thrust into the game and played pretty damn well, by the way. He played great. He didn't give up a single goal. He was the reason they had a chance in that third period. Are we going to see Andrew Hammond in Game 5? What's the story? Well, lower body injury to Jonathan Bernier. Nothing more than uh, than that uh, report coming out of the Avs locker room. I, I I was in the Predators locker room last night, guys, and I waited and waited and waited. No P.K. Subban. He was in the training room the entire time. Now, I'm not here to report that he's hurt or anything, but I, I found it very interesting. He did not emerge. He got hit hard a couple times in that third. That's, I don't know if you saw that. He got rammed. I'm just wondering bad. if he's nursing something. I don't know. That's too bad. 
I mean, he got hit pretty hard. That's uh, yeah. that's, that's a real shame. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hurting for PGA Subban <laughs> this morning. That would be big for the Abs, though, if he was uh, unable to go in Game 5. I mean, we can... We can rip him all we want. We can call him dirty. We can call him cheap. But uh, that guy impacts the game. So uh, if there is something going on and he's not 100% or he can't go, uh, that would be big for the abs. It's amazing just how desperation in hockey can change the tune and the tone of a game. I mean, Nashville played like a team that was playing a game seven of the Stanley Cup in that first period. They just they would not give up the puck. The possession of the puck was remarkable. They had it in the abs zone the entire time. And the Avs did nothing, could do nothing about it. And then all of a sudden, the third period, it's like a completely different game. The exact opposite holds true. You know, Nashville couldn't clear the puck. The Avs kept coming. I mean, between the third and the first period, those are two opposites. It was the second period that foiled the Avs last night. It was that second period where they gave up those two goals that proved to be the difference in this game. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, 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 you may, it makes me wonder, what did, what was the difference there? Was it Nashville? Coming out and they were playing at another level or was it the abs kind of looking at it going, Hey, we're reading our headlines. Everybody's saying we're hanging in there. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, um, they certainly were not the team that was the uh, aggressor early on though. Well, Kyle Keep will join us uh, later in the program. We'll get some technical stuff from him, hopefully, about what the Nashville Predators were doing. And I think it's finally starting to catch up, guys. You know, the abs are going with, uh, what, uh, that they're missing two key defensemen. Their blue line is in shambles. It's been in shambles. They've made do, and I think finally Nashville is just taking advantage of that, right? They're holding the puck, and the Avs can't seem to get it to their best players. I saw a lot of times McKinnon just, like, pleading for the puck. Let's go. Let's get it up the ice. And he can't get the puck on a stick because they can't get the puck out of their own zone. Yeah, at some point when you're depleted, it catches up to you. It kind of felt like last night was when it finally caught up to you. What's the been frustrating in all three losses, the Avalanche could have won all three games. I yep. know no one wants to hear that down 3-1, but that's no BS. That's just the truth. Big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Three to the final last night at Pepsi Center. It was that first period. Down one nothing in the first. It really taxed the Avs. I think they got a little fatigued as well trying to fight off those pesky Preds. Gabriel Landeskog on the bad start. You know, they get a couple odd man rushes that they capitalize on. A couple turnovers, but, I mean, Nate hits the post or the crossbar or whatever when it's 2 nothing, And, I mean, it would be a great chance with half the game left to have a little more time than... You know, three nothing deficit and try to come back in the third period. So obviously in the third period, I think that's a great period for us, but you know, too little, too late. Too little, too late indeed as the Avs put two on the board in the third to make it a game. It was three two for a while. Jared Bednar likes the finish, could use a better start. I'm, I'm obviously upset at the result. I think I, I loved our third. There's no question that the, but we need to find that urgency earlier. Like that was, we were going back for pucks, pushing them up the ice in a hurry, putting pucks in, getting on the hunt and the forecheck, and and the purpose was to get pucks and, and players to the net, and we did that. I mean, we even after it was three two, we had to have three or four real good looks at the net. Broncos schedule, the NFL schedules released tonight, primetime national television show. It's a national holiday in the Maryland household. Who will the Broncos get on opening day? Von Miller sort of wishes the Rams and Aqib Talib come to town. 
It's the same. I'm going to be the same one regardless. You know, we already had leaders. You know, just because me and Lee had to, you know, see on our chest, don't mean we, we're the only captains. You know, Derek Wolf is a great leader. Derek Wolf, you know, he's the, the best brother in there. And we've got a lot of leaders in there. So it's uh it's tough not having, you know, Lee with you. But, you know, we got we got guys that are, that are few to avoid. By the way, I, I have to tell you the story of Von Miller last night. Again, front and center at the Avs game. He is all in on hockey. He's Hockey Von now. He's taking your title, Hockey Will. He is now Hockey Von. Well, he can be HV, I'll be H-Dub. How's that Meanwhile, sound? uh Peyton Manning across town at the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame banquet last night. The latest inductee. He spoke to the crowd. We'll get thoughts on that from Manchester, who was in attendance. But before his speech, he talked a little bit about why... He chose the Broncos and how happy he was to have chosen the Broncos when he was a free agent. I had some time to reflect on uh, that whole process in March of 2012. I was thinking, you know, I had helicopters following me around and and uh, it was a whirlwind, but ended up, you know, making a, I couldn't have made a better decision coming here to Denver and Broncos, the city embraced me and my family and we still live here today. Tells you a lot of what Peyton thinks of the city and the community, the fact that he is still here indeed. More on what Peyton said uh, behind closed doors as, again, Manchester was in attendance. Rockies lose uh, the finale, series finale in Pittsburgh 10-2. Oh, yeah. It's okay, though. It's oh. okay. We don't it's talk okay. about their losses. It's all right. You know why? Didn't you know quite why? make big news today. Yeah, you know why? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah we don't need we Producer's you know, decision. Yeah. Nolan Arenado is back tomorrow. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. They we're were, good. They were 3-2 and two without him. They have the second most wins in the National League. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Hey, they had burgers on the plane last night. Menu came out? Yeah, oh yeah. Got hey, we lost 10-2. He sent a grumpy menu tweet this morning. We I lost 10-2. Who wants That's a burger? So they are now tweeting the menu specifically to troll Manchester. Oh, they commented to me before I, I had a chance to comment on it. I mean, What'd they say? Uh, somebody said it'll make me mad, and they replied with guaranteed. I mean, I hadn't even seen it till this morning, so, you know, that's fine. That's all right. Speaking you shouldn't of, tweet out the menu on the airplane after you lose 10-2. Speaking of someone who makes Marilat mad, a uh, an olive branch we have to yes. a little bit later. Don't don't give it up just yet. Okay. This is big breaking news. In fact, this should have led big news. It's so big. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Plus your text, 30933-30933. A national holiday for many. It's uh, the Broncos and NFL schedules released today. We'll visit with Kyle Keefe on the Avs in the 9 o'clock hour. Travis Heath, our resident psychologist, uh, can use some uh, some words from him and get you caught up on everything else in the world of sports right here, Altitude 950. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Scott Hayes is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. Do you realize they have been in business for over 60 Years, 60 years. I've been shopping at Kaufman's since I was a player in the NBA. When you came to Denver, you got in the cab and you went to Kaufman's because they had anything and everything you needed. And right now they're celebrating those 60 years with the Kaufman's 60th anniversary sale. Buy a suit at a regular price, get a second 60% off. Get 60% off clearance items. Even save 20% on custom suits, sport coats, slacks, shirts. You don't want to miss the 60th anniversary sale. It's going on now until April 30th at Kaufman's Tall and Big Men's Shop. Don't just shop anywhere. 
Get to Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. If you're tall, big, or athletically built, don't miss the 60th anniversary sale. They're at 3395 South Broadway, just off of Hampton, or shop them online 24-7 at Kaufman's.com. When you're 6'10", you like big stuff. The bigger, the better. Doors, chairs, bathtubs, shoes. That's why I'm so excited. My Repro Partner Pal Controlling Systems is offering their biggest energy efficiency rebates ever. Up to $2,700 back on a high-efficiency Rheem Comfort System. Since 1976, Bill and Controlling Systems' big goal has been to exceed customer expectations with expert service and installation, quick response time, and great financing. For more on Rheem and utility rebates, go to ReemProPartners.com. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs. To a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Hi, this is Anthony Brownlee, owner of Land Rover Denver. We believe true luxury is not associated with how much you spend. It's based on how you treat it. And we are committed to providing a luxury experience for everyone. We carry a large selection of certified used vehicles, all makes and models, starting as low as $10,000, as well as an incredible selection of new Land Rover models. For more information, visit our website, LandRoverDenver.com, stop by our new showroom, 6160 South Broadway in Littleton, or call 1-800-NEW-LAND-ROVER. Hey everyone, it's Mark Bosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan of Hubbard and Ford, and now you can score! A great deal like I did on my brand new Nissan 4x4. Our home team is winning, and now you can too with special playoff pricing. Just mention this radio ad. Hurry in right now through April 30th and score a great, great deal like I did. Online at LarryHMiddleNissan104.com. Driven by you. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Be some hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, this is Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and from April 9th through the 22nd, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident with injuries has shut down all lanes of northbound New York under I-76. If that's usually on your route, just be aware. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. A minor accident slowing up traffic westbound I-70 at Monaco. 270 eastbound, slow with heavy volume eastbound between I-25 and New York. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Up top for Barry. Far side, Miko. Dancing at the hashes. Up top for Barry. Abs need to close it in a little bit. Barry with a redirect down low shot. Score! Game one to Skog. It's a five-on-three power play goal. And the Avs break through. They 
Nashville got a minute 33 to go on the power play. Barry fed it off for Jost. He found Landeskog in the far side of the crease. And the captain gets the abs on the board. The crowd is fired up and the abs can get some momentum out of this one. Uh, they would later score another goal uh, on what looked to be like goalie interference to me. I don't know what goalie interference is anymore. I mean, uh, but whatever. Uh, that cut it to 3-2, and the Avs had a chance to tie down the stretch, unable to do so. And we head back to Nashville, down now 3-1. Desperate hockey. Having spoken to all of the Nashville Predators in the locker room last night, you know, the one thing, the one takeaway, not to say that the series is over yet, but the one thing I've noticed, man, the respect in that room for what the Avs have brought to the table, to a man. All of those predators are talking about how Friday night is going to be insanely hard because this young avalanche team plays so hard, plays so desperate. I mean, the way they came back yesterday, and not to take away from my pipe, you not take, but that just shows you what they're ready for. So, hey, um, by the way, programming note, um, can you confirm this? Josh Kroenke at 11.30 with Hastings and Brownman. Is that true, H.W.? Yes, Josh Kroenke uh, will join them at 11.30. Chance at 10.45. Uh, we're shuffling some things, but he'll be on that program today. Okay, very interesting because uh, did you read the Kisla column today? Uh, interesting yes. words from uh, Josh Kroenke about uh, former coach Patrick Waugh. said, uh, quote, how he left the Avs in a lurch and uh, wasn't happy with the <laughs> way that that divorce happened. He did. I mean, oh, I know. Uh, yeah. bailing oh, I know. right before the season starts. I mean, it was, uh, he definitely left him in a lurch. Nothing yeah, wrong so, with the little honesty. Yeah, I was like, whoa, when I read that. So, uh, Josh Kroenke going to join Hastings and Brownman in the, uh, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock hour. A couple texts that have come down the line, uh, so far. A lot of people listen. They saw the game. They understand it. I, I'm not going to put this on the environment and the fans and the attendance and the noise level. I thought it was just like game one. I'm, nothing different. They did the same stuff. Von Miller was in his same seat. By the way, Von wasn't alone last night. This is becoming a thing for the Broncos. I ran into Von Miller last night. Demarius Thomas was there. Garrett Bowles was there with his kid. Will Parks in attendance. Uh, Zach, what's his name? The defensive lineman. Zach Kerr was at the game. And those are the guys I just saw. Who knows how many Broncos showed up? I mean, this is like a, a Broncos night at the Avs. Well, Remarkable. I can't believe HW doesn't have a comment about DT dropping his Coke or beer or something. Nothing? I, you got nothing? Well, there was a little incident in the concourse with some nachos, but <laughs> Pepsi Center staff took care of it. Trust me, DT's not listening to this show, hearing HW's comments. That's the last thing on his mind. But it was live last night. Live, to say the least. It had nothing to do with well, the Well, Mike the Chambers disagrees. Crowd. I mean, yeah. it was his lead in the paper today. What do you mean? I don't even read this. I just it, it's right here, the pregame environment at game four. It's in bold. It's in like a larger font. I mean it's not Helvetica, but still it's a larger font. It's bold. I, how does the pregame environment have anything to do with the opening period? I don't know. I wasn't the there. I'm just reading the lead and asking the two guys that were there. Uh, don't shoot the I, messenger. I respect here. Mike, but I disagree with him. I, 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 I don't know what was different about it. It was the same thing they did before game one. They did the big video. You know, everybody was the into it. Everybody was off their feet. The pom poms are. Well, there's nothing different about it. I'm just telling. I'm just telling you what Mike Chambers wrote. So, uh, you know, once again, the media misled us. Well, maybe DT dropped his pom pom, and Mike saw that. <laughs> right, on that note, time for our piping hot takes. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping hot takes. <laughs> 
brought to you by Porter and Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vince Hot Listen, guys, um, I really, I don't care what happens Friday night. I care. I care what happens, obviously. But I don't think it matters because I am really sold on these guys, this team. I am. And, and I'm going to go field day on you. I'll tell you right now. But the Avs showed more heart last night, more willpower, than most local teams that showed around these parts in years. And that was a pretty big deficit. It was 3 nothing on the scoreboard to start the third period. That was their third string goalie in the cage. Third string. They had a defenseman who was previously waived, another defenseman who played most of the year in the AHL. And that was mighty Nashville on the other side of the ice. And yet the Avs came about a centimeter away from tying that game, sending it to overtime, and I guarantee they would have won it there. They had all the momentum. That late shot by Colin Wilson squared the pipe, hit it straight. It was that close to changing the game last night. A game they had no business being in at the very end. Listen, the Predators have the resume. We've already established that, okay? The Preds have the veterans. They have the guile. They have the physicality. But the Avs have that fight, man. They have that spunk. These guys won't quit. It would not surprise me one bit if they go into Nashville Friday night and win that game. Now, do I expect them? Not really. But it wouldn't surprise me. Consider what they've done so far. Consider how they're in every game, as H.W. pointed out. Every game, they're in it. In it to win it. They've already impressed the hell out of me. I don't know about you. But I am high on these abs moving forward regardless. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. Yeah, Vic, I feel the same way. I'm not saying the summer is going to start on Saturday, but if it did, uh, this team's in good hands, right? I, like last night I was really mad when they lost. Kind of that same feeling of when the Nuggets season ended, but it's like, well, you know what? This team is in good hands, but the good news is the series is still going on. So while we all wake up this morning with that feeling of like, ugh, that kind of sick to your stomach feeling. Remember, they can still win this series, and it starts game five in Nashville. I think a couple of keys if we want to look ahead real quickly. One, I think the goaltender situation is something Coach Bednar will address later today. Uh, I'd be tempted to go with Andrew Hammond. I think Jonathan Bernier has been good in this series, but not great. But I think Hammond gave the Avs the spark last night in game four. And when you're desperate, sometimes you make a goalie change, too. Wait a minute. You're going Andrew Hammond on the road in Nashville? If, I mean, Jonathan Sorry Bernie's got a, you, got a lower body injury. I mean, if the guy can't go, then what, you're not going to sign someone at this point. Andrew mm-hmm. Hammond is going to be the guy. He played great in that third period last night. Two, you, you can't, when it's one nothing, you can't not tie it up at one. That was the difference between games one and two and game four. The Avalanche had the one nothing lead in games one and two, and we kept saying, get it to two nothing, and they never could. And then last night, Nashville got it to two nothing, and then very quickly, three nothing. Valiant comeback, um, but I'm not going to focus on the comeback. I'm going to focus on the start. Regardless, game five is still coming up Friday night. Get it back here Sunday, and who knows what can happen. Next dot take. It's Manchester's Hot Take. Sometimes we don't know how good we have it. Watching Peyton Manning go into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame last night, it just reminded me of that. That four-year stretch. The Broncos record, 13-3, and 13-3, 12-4, 12-4. That's 50-14 and 14 in the regular season. Four straight AFC West titles, two Super Bowls, one title. He had an MVP. He set every passing record you can set in a single season, the greatest Season by a quarterback in NFL history. 
yet you guys don't think that's the greatest era in Bronco history? Find me a four-year stretch that matches it. Find me that stretch. It's not out there. Peyton Manning, when he was here, created a situation where every single game, you expected the Broncos to win. Expected them to win. You were shocked when they didn't win. He was up there last night. He worked the room. He was, you know, Peyton being Peyton. But it just reminded me of how good it was for that four-year stretch to have a star like that in this town. He's the best quarterback to ever wear the orange and blue. And I don't even think it's really all that close. That four-year stretch was unbelievable. I think sometimes you just say things for the sake of debate. I'm not. They were 50 and 14. Find me the stretch where John Elway won four AFC West titles in a row. Find it. Find it. Two straight Super Bowls. Fine. That's the only stat. That, that's the straight. only stat in which. That's the only stat that matters. No, it doesn't. No, it oh doesn't. Oh my god. They won four straight AFC West titles. Oh. They were fifty and fourteen, dude. Okay. They were. If they don't play Super Bowl uh, forty-eight in New York, if they play that in Miami and it's not a cold weather game, which is a fluke because they wanted to, you know, justify building MetLife Stadium, they win two Super Bowls with Manning. So, so you're saying if John that Fox the, is in the oh, net, they probably go to so, four. So the location of the Super Bowl was the reason Whatever. the Broncos got blown out. Come on, James. Whatever. John you know Elway lost 55-10. He lost 39-20, to and he lost 42-10. to So, okay. Uh, I mean, they went to four, they went to three Super Bowls in a four-year stretch with Elway and got blown out in them. That, to me, um, that that's probably the second-best era in Broncos history. But 50-14, uh, four straight AFC West titles, two Super Bowls, one championship. Come on. Not even close. Right. I don't want to take away... From uh, the big night there at the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame, and in fact, I can't wait to hear the specifics of what Peyton Manning said. I know he spoke to the media beforehand, and then they then they closed the doors, and he did his thing. Uh, Manning, of course, not the only one inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Sam Pagano, the great coach, high school coach, he was great last night. Years. I'm sure he was. The late Rashawn Salam uh, was in posthumously. Who else got in? Uh, Joe Glenn, names. Joe Glenn got ah, in. yes. He was, he was great. He went right before Manning and Manning. He can had, spin a yarn, Joe can. Oh yeah. And Manning had the great line of, uh, I thought following John Elway was tough. Following <laughs> Joe Glenn was even tougher. <laughs> it was good. God, Peyton's good. And he, he's, he's just, he really is. Yeah. And I, I respect what he had to say when asked why he, he hasn't gone into television because he's been given opportunities. Job offers are there. And he said it best. You know what? That he said it made it so simple. He's not ready to criticize players yet. And and you have to in that role, right? You have to. As soon as you step in front of the microphone, ask Ryan Harris, ask Tom Nalen, ask anybody who, who does this for a living. As soon as that microphone is in front of your face, you have to criticize colleagues, brethren, other people in the game. He's not ready to do that yet. I got that memo. From? As soon as you get in front of the microphone, you got to be willing to criticize. <laughs> well, well, you two desperately want him to get a job. I'm glad he's still enjoying <laughs> retirement. 50-14, and 14, four straight AFC West titles, two Super Bowls, one title, an MVP, and every passing record for a single season. But okay, that's not the best four-year stretch in Bronco history. Give me a John break. from North Denver with this uh, text at 30933. He says, uh, James, obviously he's starting the 420 festivities a day early. I've been saying it all Fine. week. You're exactly right. Fine. John Elway at the end of, in one of the Super Bowl years or Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl 48 year. If you have to play one season, which guy do you want? Who do you want? Your entire argument is lost when you say that the Seattle Super Bowl could have been different, a completely different result. 
if it's played in a warm no. It was warm that day, dude. If you play Come that on. game ten times, the oh Broncos win it six times. Come Just on. take that L. Come on. Go Where that Brooks L. Like there. Nine I mean, out of ten. Jeez. When we come back, uh, more Best thoughts. era in Broncos history. On the national holiday in the Manchester household, that is a Super Bowl schedule. I'm sorry, Broncos schedule, NFL schedule. Ain't no Super Bowl today. this year, I can tell you that much. Uh, plus an olive branch. The greatest olive <laughs> yes. branch ever delivered. We'll get into those details <laughs> when we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show. This national team is way too good. I don't see Colorado lasting too long with the Predators. It's the hockey team that's been the prohibitive underdog since the start of the season. Thing is, they kind of like it that way. He scores! Oh no! He didn't do that! Oh my goodness! The kid is gonna break away! And shoots! And scores! Tomorrow, it's a do-or-die game five for the Avalanche. They've shown they can play with the Predators, I'm telling you. Hell, was that a thing of beauty? Big tree fall hard. Oh, my goodness. The Stanley Cup playoffs live here. Smash the Nash. Altitude 950. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fix your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. It's tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I can make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto. They've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage, that's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. 
They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. Welcome to Car Buying 101. I'm your professor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. It's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, and the rebates. And from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And that class is where the circus begins. We've all seen it. Lightning bolts and balloons, super low come-on payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. All right, class, you can close your books because there is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make sure your experience is a great one that's it and that's why i love these guys during the spring sales event get a great deal on over a thousand vehicles 350 new rams 200 new jeeps experience car buying the way it's supposed to be johnson auto plaza north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com the Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident has shut down all lanes of northbound York under I-76. Avoid the area if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. We are seeing slowing with curiosity. Westbound I-70, stop and go now between airport and York. There's an accident off to the right shoulder at Monaco. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Zadorov backing down the wing. Off to the end with a shot. Save Renee. Rebound. Score! As Kerfoot rams home his second goal of the series. Can I make an observation? Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. I spent a lot of time in that broadcast booth alongside Mark Mosier last night, way, way up in the Pepsi Center rafters. And I know, H.W., you've been up there. Uh, James, have you been up where Mosier calls the games? Yes, I have. It's it's like oxygen level, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, you, you get vertigo up there. I have no idea. How he does it. I, I know I give him a lot of heat and we have fun with Moj working for the smooth, but what he does from that vantage point to be able to follow the puck, get the names, have everything down perfectly, deliver it with such a plum is amazing to me. So the guy's a true pro. Uh, we're lucky to have him. And when I'm watching him do his thing from that press box, I just, I'm, I'm like, wow. I was amazed. Yeah, he's no, really good at what he does. He's awesome. His calls are always so great. We actually did our extended pregame from Mosier's booth last night, and you're right, Vic. I mean, I'm watching Nate Kreckman and I are trying to identify the signs. If you're trying to identify the signs that people have, and our buddy Drennan comes and hands us the binoculars so we can see the signs of people. I mean, you are really high up there. Yeah, and he follows everything gracefully. Make sure the names are. I mean, it's truly remarkable to see. What he does. So uh, credit to Moj. This is the first and last time I'll ever give him. I was going to say, boy, this is uh, laying it on it. thick. Yeah. Just, so just just take it now. Uh, Catch I, him tonight fact, on the smooth. I may nominate him 
for Employee of the Month. <laughs> it sounded like a nomination. It Make sounded it like official. Legwald giving a Hall of Fame nomination speech. Make it an official nomination for uh, the Moj, okay? Okay. Uh, let's read some of these texts, because a lot of them coming through for a lot of different topics. Uh says here, uh, the bad part about last night, guys, this is from 2883. If the right guy, Eric Johnson, is defending Philip Forsberg for either of his highlight plays in this series, he doesn't get by and score those goals. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about the depleted blue line. I mean, that's that's the factor. That's it, To me, that's the difference so far in this series. That is the difference. Uh, the, the abs are just scratching by. They're clawing by. They're playing with guys who normally don't play there. Uh, they're missing their best stay-at-home defenseman. And we often forget about hey, They're missing their starting goalie, for crying out loud. Yeah, and they may be missing their backup goaltender, too. So, I mean, they, they are depleted, but, you know, it's it's not excuse time. I, that, that, to me, is too field day. It's not excuse time. They also have the best player on the ice every single game. They do. Who who can't get the puck enough because I, they can't get the puck out of their zone. In that first period, shots on goal, guys, five minutes into the game. That first five minutes of the game was nuts. It was 8 nothing shots on goal for Nashville. They had a five-on-three. They couldn't. They couldn't uh, get a goal out of that five on three, but they dominated possession. And the the ads were just playing. Oh my God, desperation! Get it out of our zone, hockey. It was eight nothing shots on goal. Th- those first five minutes were crazy, insane. Well, and, and what do you attribute that to? Uh, you know, obviously it wasn't the building. Mike Chambers is wrong. You guys have 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 let us all know that. But is that just Nashville coming out? Because we yes. talked about this. We talked about it in game one. Yes. Right? Did, w- they was, turned it on. Yeah. Yes. Was the third period Nashville just saying, okay, we're, we're tired of this. Let's go win the game in game I, one. I, Last I think, night felt like Nashville just saying, all right, let's not let this team hang around. I don't know where hockey players keep that desperation button, but once it's pushed, it's pushed. They had it in the first. The Avs had it in the third. It's as simple as that. Well, uh Let's see. Read some more of these texts. This is from Luke and Aurora. Late 90s, the best Broncos era ever. No. Shut your mouth, Manchester. You sound absurd. It's not absurd. Again, find me four straight AFC West titles. Find it. Find it. Go, go, you can just Google Broncos season by season and find me the four consecutive AFC West titles. I'll, I'll wait. This one's from 3482. Manchester needs to be fired immediately for saying Manning was the greatest QB in Broncos history. It is Elway hands down. Dude only got to pass on third down in his first 10 seasons under Dan Reeves. That's patently false. I, I, I mean, you know, did you watch those games or are we just going to make stuff up? Cause he was the MVP in 1987. That was his fourth season. Elway got to call his own plays. So in his fourth season, he called his own plays, but we're going to blame it on Dan Reeves. Okay, I mean, we can go with facts. We can go with actually what happened, or we can just spew things because we think they sound good. I mean, I watched those games, dude. This guy obviously didn't. This one's from Warm Regards, Steve. I agree with Manchester. Four years with Manning was magical. Been a Broncos fan since 77, so I've seen it all. You know, I think what Warm Regards, Steve, and Manchester are both guilty of is... Top of mind. No. Recent memory. That's no. what you're guilty of. No. You know, just put yourself back again. Put yourself back in your shoes in 1999. Easy up. And you're in Miami and they just won their second Super Bowl and they were on the heel. They're on ready to form a dynasty for crying out loud. If mm-hmm. Elway doesn't retire that year, it's a dynasty team. Mm-hmm. Could have won another one the following year. So ease up. Calm Fine. down. I'm not saying that wasn't a great era, but I, I, I'll ask you the question again. You didn't answer it during my hot take or after my hot take. If you had to play one season with one quarterback, do you take Peyton Manning in 2013 or John Elway in 1998? Who do you take? 
I take if you gave me one season, any season, any game, I'll take John Elway because he can do more. No, you, you're okay. Well, you're wrong. I'll take Peyton okay. Manning. He's the he's the greatest quarterback to ever wear the orange and blue. That's fine. And That's it's a great not, debate. It's, it's not even close. And look, I'm a John Elway fan. I grew up in this town. I I lived and died with the Broncos. I'd go in the backyard and we'd all try to imitate Every, John hey, Elway. Everything you just said, I, I I I I did the same thing. So the bottom line, we we disagree. I'll take a quarterback who's more mobile than a quarterback who's not mobile. All the time. Every day. Every okay. single day. I'll take That's a quarterback it. who makes good decisions all the time, not a quarterback okay. who continually put his team in bad situations. Different rules for different eras, mm-hmm. too. Completely okay. different. El- Elway played in an era where what they did to quarterbacks, if they had done that the last three years of Manning's career, he would not have played. I don't, I don't ever remember the Broncos when Peyton Manning was their quarterback going down to New Orleans and getting beat 42 to nothing and, in a regular I feel, season game. I, feel I don't remember because I don't like knocking Manning. I think he's a remarkable athlete and a remarkable quarterback who's given this town a lot. But I mean, you're just, again, you're remembering the last thing. You're like I'm a not. child now. I'm you're not. You're remembering the last That's... thing that happened to you and not okay. taking it. So if I, if I go with the guy who's more recent, the only argument against it is, oh, you have recency. No, 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 no. I mean, come on. It's, it's ridiculous. Double the rings, double the fun. And you're two, not taking he, he, into one account. One of them through two parades. One of them I mean, through one. It's Elway. You're not taking into account the rules changes. You're not taking into account the defense that he had here. You're not, there's so much that you're not even considering. Peyton man. Manning was a bigger star when he was in Denver than John Elway ever was. He was a bigger star. He was. Okay. He put the, he, he, he made the Broncos way more relevant than John Elway ever did. That's okay. just, that's I, just I, a fact of the era, though. I, I mean, I, again, the only I, thing you've got is, well, he won two Super Bowls and he won one. Okay, fine. The difference is he that's made it. himself, um, uh, he made his label in a different city. So I agree with you. Everywhere Peyton went, uh, Bronco fans were there with Peyton jerseys. I agree. Elway was made here. He was made here. He played here. I get it. He's the guy that he's only a Bronco. We didn't rent him. All those kind of things. I get the emotion that people are bringing to it, but you guys are going off emotion as opposed to what you actually saw with your eyes. I'm I'm sorry, but Peyton Manning was a much better quarterback than John Elway. He just was. He was. And those four years, there's nothing, there's no four-year stretch that John Elway had as quarterback of the Broncos that can match that. There's not. You're playing fantasy football again. If you give me, again, Give me one drive with the game on the line. You gonna take a mobile quarterback or a non-mobile quarterback? I'll take. And the- let's and let's. Hey, 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 hold on a second. Offensive line, running game, all that notwithstanding, you just throw a collection of guys out there. Okay, find me the Thursday night game in Arrowhead where John Elway led a touchdown drive to tie the game in the final two minutes. Find it. We got a break find me coming an up. AFC Championship game where there's 98 yards between you and the end zone on an opponent's field. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to tell you that the drive wasn't a great moment. I'm not, but they beat the Cleveland freaking Browns. They didn't beat Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the New England Patriots. They didn't. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 950. Mark Mosier. Hey, it's Kyle Key from Altitude. I just want to let everybody know why I love the Mark Mosier Show. And no, it's not because of his face or his stealth body. It's because of the way he talks. My favorite of all time. Ah! <laughs> Hit it! The Moj, weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Nathan hey, Colorado. Mountain High Appliance has officially been in business for 25 years, and it's time to celebrate. 
Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. Every weekend, now through May 6th, we'll be blowing the roof off of our Louisville showroom. The chefs will be cooking up a storm both inside and out. We'll even have a few celebrity guests pop in to join the fun. Cooking, barbecue, drinks, music, door prizes, and much more. We're turning 25 and we owe it all to you, our loyal customers. Everything in our showroom is on sale. We have unheard of pricing on refrigerators, dishwashers, laundry pairs, and more. Nobody celebrates like Mountain High Appliance. Now through May 6th. Don't miss out on the savings and fun. Come in and experience the difference. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you, Colorado, for 25 wonderful years. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Mark Bosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan of Hubbard and Ford. And now you can score a great deal like I did on my brand new Nissan 4x4. Our home team is winning and now you can too with special playoff pricing. Just mention this radio ad. Hurry in right now through April 30th and score a great, great deal like I did. Online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Be someone's hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, this is Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and from April 9th through the 22nd, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. Hey there, Denver, it's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and now is the time to start talking with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and prescription drugs. Find tips at speaknowcolorado.org. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident with injuries. All lanes of northbound York under I-76 are closed. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Southbound I-25 now heavy and slow with traffic. Broadway down to Hamden before your speeds pick back up. Eastbound I-270 stop and go I-25 to York. For just five quarters a day, you can sponsor a child with Compassion. Become a sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Known case, uh, he came to our passing academy years ago, and and I've seen him through the years, and uh, he reached out. uh, We're going to get together and, you know, have lunch or play golf sometime soon. He said he wanted to pick my brain on a couple things. I just told him I'm here as a a resource, and uh, I pull for quarterbacks. I really do. It's a unique fraternity, and uh, uh, I'm excited for the opportunity for him. You know, he's got a chance to play with some great players. That was uh, Peyton Manning before the Hall of Fame ceremony last night. Won't be long before Manchester is talking about the Case Keenum era, comparing it to the Simeon era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Case Keenum era is already better than the Trevor Simeon era. Already. Uh-huh. His one press conference already was better than anything Trevor Simeon did. By the uh, way. From the text line, Eddie writes in, isn't it Manchester who thinks Mello was a better nugget than Alex English too? That's typical. He was a better player. He uh, was. He was. See, and I love debating with you because it's fun. It's just sports. But when you throw that debate at me, that shows me you did not watch. I did. I did. You're telling me that Carmelo Anthony is a better nugget than Alex English. Yes. That is absurd. They they were preposterous. And frankly, your mouth should be stapled for saying that. They were better year in and year out. They went farther in 2009 than any Alex English team went by one game, but they did go farther and the nuggets were relevant nationally when Carmelo Anthony was here. They weren't when Alex English was here. They weren't. They weren't. Carmelo Anthony's the best nugget of all time. He was. And Peyton Manning's the best quarterback to ever wear orange and blue. I, he was. I have no I have no retort. I mean, you just picked the last player to play here, apparently. And then oh, you yeah, okay. I, I and, so Jamal Murray's the second best Nolan nugget Arnado's of all time. the best Rocky yeah. of all time. I got, yeah. Is I that coming nothing. next? Yeah. He who's probably the best, is. Who's he the probably best first is. baseman? Who's the best first baseman in Rocky's history? Uh, the the guy who wouldn't let him draft a first baseman uh-huh. while he was here because it would hurt his feelings. Yeah, it was Todd Helton. He was the best first baseman in Rockies history. Galarraga was pretty damn good, but I'm not going to make that argument. But you know what? Todd Helton played after Andres Galarraga, so that's probably why you pick him, right? It's all recency. It's only based on recency. See? See how bad that argument is when it comes yeah. back at you? The problem is you don't understand the difference in each game and the way each game has changed. And you're counting numbers. That's all you do is look at numbers. Like the the NFL, come on, man. The NFL has changed so much today's game versus the 80s and 90s. You know better than that. You know what the, the defensive changes, how you can grab receivers, what you can do to quarterbacks. It's a completely different game. It's a fantasy football game today. How many so Hall of Famers? I want to hear about numbers. How many Hall of Famers did Peyton Manning play with when he was here? How many Hall of Famers did John Elway have helping him win those two Super Bowls? I would count three. Terrell how Davis, Gary Zimmerman, Shannon Sharp. I mean, dude, this guy won dude, with uh, Owen Daniels for crying out loud, but okay. The dude carried... Three teams to Super Bowls, and meanwhile Peyton Manning had the benefit of one of the greatest defenses in the history of the game. Okay, in his Super Bowl, you, you would have a you would have a better argument if you went eighty six through eighty nine as the best Bronco era because they went to three Super Bowls. Yes, they lost them. They went to three Super Bowls, and Elway won the MVP in eighty seven. That would be a better argument, and nobody's making it. 
Nobody's making it because they didn't win any rings during that. So HW, that's all he can focus on is did they win any rings? That was a better four year era for John Elway. Oh, than I'm, the a, Super I'm Bowl a rings years. guy. I'm a parades guy, and that's a that's a bad thing. No, but when that's all you that when that's all you factor, then yeah, that's that that there's a, a weakness or a flaw in the argument when that's the only thing that counts. I like championships. Kevin writes in your argument that Manning is better than Elway is specious at best. You're not accounting for the softness that is today's NFL. Elway played a different game at a different time. Oh, machismo. That's a, that's the point I'm trying to make, and your inability to see that is what Pe- I'm arguing. You, well, people's it's a different game. People's it's inability game. to remember how average on a lot of Sundays John Elway was is amazing in this town. Mm-hmm. People act like the guy never lost a game. I, I mean it. I watched a lot of those. I watched them go down to New Orleans and lose 42 to nothing. Find me the 42 to nothing regular season loss to the Saints that the, that the Peyton Manning Broncos had. You can't find it, but nobody wants to act like that stuff happened. It's just, you know, again, let's go over to Sloan's Lake. Let's just watch him walk across the water because he never threw a pick, never lost a game, never made a mistake. It was just, I mean, he made all those come from behind victories because I'm sure someone else put him behind the eight ball. Let's, it wasn't John uh, Elway. Let's settle this pretty easily. And we can make this a, we can make this a poll for the listeners, for the texters. One game. One. For the future of humanity. Okay? Human life depends on this game. One game. One quarterback. One drive. Who you taking? Peyton Manning. I'll take Elway. Okay. I mean, do you remember that AFC title game in Buffalo right. when John Elway put up a big goose egg? Zero. Um, Although you, he did give. Do you the, remember the? Do you remember the Super the, Bowl in? Do you remember the Super Bowl in New York? Hey, if you want to talk Super Bowls, I don't think <laughs> that's your best argument. You, you want me to go to? A, I mean, come on. Fifty-five ten. Do you remember fifty-five ten? You remember forty-two to ten? You remember thirty-nine twenty? I do remember losing ten. I'm not going to get into an argument where I'm ripping Peyton Manning because he is the second greatest quarterback in Broncos history. He's a great man, great person. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stoop to your level and start ripping Peyton Manning. I'm That's who, not what I'm going to do. What are you are ripping. What, what do you mean? You're, you're spending – we're talking about a guy who is easily the greatest Bronco ever, and you're trying to tell me some other dude that came in for four years is better. Just some a, other dude. Peyton what? Manning. Peyton Manning. So again, I'm not ripping the guy. I'm just offering a perspective that people in this town, because they all look through orange colored glasses, don't have. I'm offering a reality check. Peyton Manning is the biggest star to ever wear a Bronco uniform. Mm-hmm. He's the best quarterback to ever wear a Bronco uniform. He, 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 it's, I don't even think it's particularly had close. He worn, had he worn that Bronco uniform in the first 10 years of career, I, I may agree with you. Okay. I, may, I really would. If he were here in his first 10 years, I'd say, okay, but he wasn't. So that's a, the argument doesn't work now. He wasn't. He was here at the tail end of his career, and he wasn't the same as he was the first 10 years. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's the difference. The four-year stretch with Peyton Manning was the best stretch in Broncos history, and I've got the numbers and the facts to back it up. Number Again, you're playing fantasy football. No, I'm not. For me, the only number that counts is how many times did we go downtown and celebrate? Yeah, Lombardi. Hey, hey, oh, that's HW. it. That's HW. It. HW, how many times did you go downtown in the 90s to celebrate a Super Bowl championship? Twice. How many times did you go in the 2000s? Once. End of end of debate. Yeah, it thanks rings, for playing. Rings no, of the no. trump card. So that's, thanks for playing. That's the only, that's the only thing. That's end it. End of story. That's thanks it. for playing. Yeah, that's, those big, shiny trophies, yes. that's actually what they play the game for. That's why yeah. you... Okay. We lift all those weights. Okay. So according to you guys, Mark Rippon is a great quarterback. Joe Flacco is a great quarterback. They won Super Bowls. They won Super Bowls. So the, both of, both those guys, Trent Dilfer, great quarterback. Joe Flacco did his part. He launched that ball over Raheem Morris' okay. head. So Trent Dilfer led Baltimore to a parade. He's a great quarterback. 
He managed because, the game and managed they that won a Super Bowl. He got that defense back out there to make plays. Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl. Great quarterback, right? Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Great quarterback. Because according to you guys, the only thing that matters is parades. The only thing that matters is hoisting that little shiny trophy. That's the only thing that matters. That's what, balderdash what, and poppycock you were, all rolled into one. When you were playing one. high school basketball, what was your goal? A state championship? His goal was to get playing time. I mean, again, I can continue to list quarterbacks that weren't all that good that won Super Bowls, but according to you guys, the only thing that matters is winning championships. Dude, that's looking that's out it. the front window. That that's is it. looking out the front window. You love that phrase. That is looking How out is the that front window. looking out the front window? If you're going to use my phrase, you at least use it properly. I'm looking towards titles. I mean, we're talking about history, and somehow you're making that looking through the no, front window. That I'm makes saying absolutely that, no that sense. The goal of sports is to win championships. You know, one of these days. always got two in Denver, hey, One of these days, Manchester. Listen, one uh, of these days, I'm going to find out why, why you have it in. For Elway and why every morning I on this don't. show we have these. Okay, I, one of these days, but for in the time being now, in the time being, I want everybody to know that one hurdle has been cleared. One thing happened yesterday, last night actually, mm-hmm. that is uh, a miracle from above, to be honest with you. This is big news. This, this is, is huge news, news for yeah. those that didn't hear. So when Manchester isn't ripping on Elway and talking about Sloan's Lake, he's usually ripping on who else on this show? Rhymes with Schmike Schmiss. Mike Kliss. Mike Kliss and I. He's killing the yeah. guy. He kills the guy on this show. I mean, all the time, and I'm always like, oh, God, here we go again. So what happened last night at the Hall of Fame dinner? Uh, I was exiting, and as we walked out, I passed Mike Kliss. I said hello. He said hello to me. He was very nice, very cordial. And we left the banquet room, and my wife turned to me and said, wait, that was Mike Kliss? And I said, yeah. She turned around, and, I mean, she's the nice one of the couple. I mean, you guys deal with you, me every You think? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, hey, thanks for clarifying, James. I appreciate you pointing that out. The clarification out. was necessary. Yeah. I mean, if, imagine if she wasn't, right? Yeah. So she went back and talked to Mike and, and put out the you olive You mean like bridge. a human? <laughs> yes. And Mike was very cordial. So I think the olive branch was extended by my, uh, my lovely bride. Uh, Mike and I, I think are on good terms. Uh, she was the peacemaker. Uh, so for at least one evening, Mike Kliss and I were on the same page. So what's the next step? What can I do? What can I do to help this relationship even further? Well, I think he should unblock me on Twitter. That would okay. be nice. Okay. Uh, you what, know, what if we got, can we get him on the show? What if I scoop him again today on the Broncos opener? Is he going to be all butt hurt again? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just when I thought we had something cooking. <laughs> Just when I imagined I the life of I peace. Won't. I'll let I'll let him have his moment. It's fine. Man, it's when you good. grind that axe, you grind it to the very end. I mean, you grind it all the way just to the the handle itself. It was a very nice moment. It was nice to see Mike. He was very pleasant. He was super nice to my wife. I appreciated it. All right, that that is from the. Uh... <laughs> When's the last time you saw him before that? Do we want to tell that story? Nope. So nope. I got Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan together for an hour on Altitude TV. Next venture is uh, Manchester and Elway. I would and, love uh, that. And I'm Elway the... would say, "Who's this guy?" Here's the biggest thing. I'm the. Uh, here's the strange thing. I'm the biggest Elway fan going. I am. I just ha- happen to live in reality. And the reality is what? That he's not, he wasn't as good a quarterback as Peyton Manning. But again, on this show, that's a crazy take that he wasn't as good a quarterback as well, Peyton Manning. It's not a crazy take, but you, you make it, it's very debatable. I, I'll give you that. It's the most debatable topic I think that's ever come out of your mouth. I, I just find it convenient how you don't take into account rules changes. You just 
look at offensive numbers. No. You look at offense and say, oh my God, you like everybody else. You all, all these fantasy football players, all of you listening, and I'm getting you on the text line, all of you, you look at offensive numbers and you equate that to success. I look at the game differently in every sport, basketball, football. It's not about offense. Not always about offense. There's more to it than that. There are different layers to the sport. Peyton Manning won games with John Fox as his coach. I mean, good Lord. John Elway could do on a field with his feet anything he wanted. He could make a play out of anything. If a rush came at Peyton Manning, he'd be on the turf faster than Manchester. Yeah, he read the defense and saw the You got the, the Vic Lombardi show. We're back after this. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Avs. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in Game 5 of their first-round series. The puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show getting it away at 7.05. Mark Bozier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Avalanche. The team's going to break away. It shoots and scores! The Stanley Cup playoffs. Live here. Smash the Nash. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. And they're feeling it here right now at Pepsi Center. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Predator fan is just throwing a catfish on the ice. His team, where they threw some sort of fish on the ice. And there's parts of the animal all over the place. You get caught doing that here, they're going to put you in Pepsi Center jail. I can report no fish last night at Pepsi Center. No fish to speak of. Job Catfish well done, Jake Vic. was uh, back home. I didn't do anything. Catfish Jake was at home. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I entered Pepsi Center last night, and a lot of people listened to that interview and that show yesterday. A lot of people that even work security detail for, for Pepsi Center, and they all said the same thing. That Catfish Jake's pretty nice guy. You know, I got uh, I got some feedback on it at the Hall of Fame dinner last night, and uh, it was uh, much the same in terms of feedback. It was, and yet you get some folks, and I know people jump me on Twitter. How dare you give that guy the microphone? How dare you give him the spotlight? Chill out, people. Chill out. If you hear the interview, you'll understand why. I like him, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for that. I no. like the guy. And I get it. He's, he's the, uh, he's the opposition. He's the quote unquote enemy at this point, but. Nothing uh, to do with the outcome of the game. Calm right. the hell down. It's mm. sports. There's people who it's, think no. that has something to do with the game. Get over yourself. Well, it disrupts like, the, We it as dis- fans and broadcasters. The game. Oh, the environment wasn't, you know, the pregame environment's why the Avs gave up three. Uh, come it, on. It disrupts the game. It does. That's the butterfly effect. It disrupts the game. It, it causes, uh, a delay in the game when you throw a catfish on the ice. That's why. People should be. I mean, you think I have bad takes, Vic? Yeah. Did yeah. you just hear that one? Can't wait for you to put a microphone in front of uh, Landy's face and say, "What about the disruption of that fish that came down?" I maintain court? if Joe Namath had a better coin toss before Super Bowl Forty Eight, the game's different. Okay, so I think if they'd have played it in a nice weather uh, city, that they would have won. You think the coin toss is what caused that to go wrong? But I'm the nuts. It could have. One. If they okay. win that coin toss and get to defer like they like to, then the ball never goes over Peyton's head. That is the butterfly effect, my friend. You guys are, dude. You use that term so many times on this show. I swear to God, the butterfly effect is your. Is that the only term you use? <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Time now for our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. 
You know, somebody just texted something in, and I think it'll end our debate about Elway and Manning, and it makes the best point. I'm uh, really angry. I didn't think of this. Guys, there's a difference between the greatest QB and the greatest Broncos QB. Very good point. If I had to vote for greatest QB of all time, I think Peyton Manning would be up there. Greatest Bronco QB? It ain't even close. Oh, it is too. Well, again, understand the difference. Understand the difference. Greatest quarterback, greatest Broncos quarterback. One guy won one MVP in 16 years. The other one guy, guy won one MVP in career four. Here. The other guy showed up for the last four years. He's the greatest quarterback to ever wear orange and blue. Is Allen Iverson the greatest nugget? No, he didn't do much as a nugget. Well, well wait a minute. Hold on. He came, he went, he had, he went to the playoffs one year. I'm here. talking about the four years Manning was here. I'm is not Alan Iverson the, the greatest man ever to wear a Nuggets uniform? Listen, if Peyton Manning... Al- answer that question. Is Alan Iverson the greatest, greatest basketball player ever to wear a Nuggets uniform? Yes or no? Probably. Okay. Then that ends your debate. No, it doesn't. If, sure if, it does. if Peyton Manning's entire career, entire career was 2012 through 2015, that was it. That was all he is did. Is Tony Dorsett the greatest running back to wear a Broncos uniform. No, Terrell Davis and Clinton Portis were both better. Really? Well, but although that's Clint probably Portis just not in the Hall of Fame. It's probably Tony just, is. Probably just recency for uh, me. See, I, um, okay. If Peyton Manning only played 2012 through 2015, if that was his entire career, he's still going in the Hall of Fame. Y'all want to do the Power Five? That's yeah, how good you. those four years were. All right, HW. What is our Power Five? Our Power question Five for? question of the day. Hit us up on the Altitude 950 text line three zero nine three three. What do you want to throw on Nashville's ice? In game five, three zero nine three three. What would you throw on the Predators' ice when the Avs go to Nashville, steal game game five? Our favorite text on the altitude nine fifty text line is getting Mammoth and Toronto Rock tickets for fan appreciation night. At this rate, I'd love to throw Manchester's head on the ice. <laughs> Just t- take it right off the uh, neck, throw it on the ice, and see the reaction. That would delay the game quite a while. So the <laughs> butterfly effect would be. Out of control. You know, that's why you know, we were honestly, guys, just for some insight, um, we were thinking about going to the game Friday night. And uh, this was a serious thing, serious thing. We will go game seven if the Avs get to a game seven. But Manchester and I were going to hop on a plane. Thank you, Boomer. We're was gonna I not going to go? Plane. I was well, the one who organized all this. He- here's why, HW, here's why we can't go to game four. Because if there's a chance. Or game five. I'm sorry, game five. If there's a chance the Avs lose this game and it's in uh, hostile territory, you know Manchester, you never know what can happen to us. This could be ugly. You could go full Manchester. Well, yeah, we could get arrested easily. Oh, so for sure. I'm not, even, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I'm just not going to do it. It's not worth it. No, right. J- Johnny Canuck has been great working with us. Uh, we'll, we'll take him up on it for game seven. How's if that we tough? go to game seven, if the Avs are there game seven, we are there for sure. But I am not going to be, and I'm not going to end up in some freaking Nashville tank with Howdy. Not doing it. Friday night on Broadway, Vic. I mean, it's tempting. Uh, what would you like to throw on the ice in Nashville? Yeah, disrupt and the game. I, like, I'd be eager Jake to see if an Avs fan is committed enough to making the journey from Denver to Nashville, like uh, Catfish Jake did, uh, bring whatever he wants to throw on the ice with him past TSA security. And throw it on the ice. I'd love to see that. I'm getting a lot of Rocky Mountain oysters here on the text line. That's a great suggestion. What? And excuse my ignorance again. I've never eaten, never will eat Rocky Mountain oysters. Where do you buy them? Isn't them at King Supers? Uh, yeah, I don't know do you where get you them? buy them. You could go out to a ranch. Go to the flea market for those, or what? Where do you get them? 
I think you need to go get them probably uh, somewhere out on the eastern plains. Out How on the do ranch. you get them? What do you do to get them? We don't need to go in the science of it. Uh, Pat says I'd love to throw the rule book on the ice. I agree with you, Pat. The rule book would be oh, nice. Oh, here we go. It's the it, it's the referees. That's what we're going with. And we're going to be that uh, that fan base. What about Dude, the Subban uh, play on Landy in game two? Dude, Subban was bird was booed mercilessly last night again, and it doesn't even bother him. It seems, but boy, does he get physical. Ooh. he gets physical. Did you guys see that play? By the way, who was that? Was that Hartman? Who throws a, a bow and, and launches Andrew Ghetto to the ice after he gets penalized and nothing happens? I was watching the greatest quarterback in Broncos history deliver a fine speech, so I missed that. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see here. Someone Randall throw, says I would no throw balls. yellow snow. Yeah. <laughs> Someone wants to throw a sex toy. Didn't that happen in Buffalo with uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, Maybe. it did. Yeah. Well, that would Bills be classy. Crazy. That would be classy. Because uh, so, you want to be like a Bills fan. That's a fan base that you want to try and model. Someone says mom spaghetti. That's not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Can, can, Vic, can we get some mom spaghetti on the team playing for Game 7? Yes. Yeah. Throw a bong on the ice? Come on, man. I don't want to foster that thing either, man. Easy. <laughs> I know tomorrow's 420, but take it easy. Ooh, that's actually not bad though. Tomorrow is 420. Game five. No, 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 no. We're not. We're doing known that. for that. We're not doing that. We're not doing. I don't know. Sorry. Green and Leafy might be the way to go here. No, it might be the way to go. Can you imagine if they stopped the game and said someone has just thrown weed on the ice? It would be very Colorado. You may not like it, Vic. I might not like it, but it would not be very Colorado on 420. Well, if that, if that's the case, just throw an Outback Subaru on the ice. It's Throw some dude wearing Outback, yeah. Outback Subaru. The Legacy Subaru yeah. is their new model. Hey, throw some bearded dude with a Patagonia vest on the ice. <sighs> Throw a craft beer uh, on the ice. Maybe the mountains. Throw them on the ice. Dude, I've that's never... the one thing about the ads games. You know, I, I love to I'll go out in the crowd and just sightsee. The amount of bearded dudes with Patagonia vests, at least 90% of the crowd last night. Guys, there are other things you can wear. There are other things you, it, not everyone has to wear the same thing. Yeah, and the walk from the parking lot isn't that long. You don't have to dress for a hike. You're good. It is cold in there though. It's refrigerated. That's why it's a hockey game. Uh, Matt says, Farmer Matt, I actually have a baggie of Rocky Mountain oysters in my freezer you can have. <laughs> okay. We'll take you up on that for game seven. Put a little Febreze on it. We know how to get that through TSA after yesterday. Ooh, I like this. I've never heard this term before from 1989. Manchester is a selectionist. He only thinks his facts matter. And then he goes on to explain why. Good stats, good I numbers. I don't think Great only numbers. my facts matter. I think your facts of two Super Bowls and one Super Bowl, those matter. It's just not the only fact that matters. It's mm. not a closed case just based on that. Trey in Denver says, I would throw a mini Stanley Cup on the ice so Nashville could actually get their hands on one. That would be funny. That's pretty good. That would be funny. <laughs> so the guy says, I'm not throwing my weed on the ice. It's too expensive. You got the Vic Lombardi <laughs> Show coming up a little bit later. Kyle Keith, Travis Heath, right here on Altitude 950.
Need a free oil change? Then it's time to stop by Grand Valley Auto in Lakewood. Get a free oil change and check out their hundreds of pre-owned vehicles on the lot. They got amazing tax time deals going on right now. 17 years reputable experience and a full service department. Plus, you get a free oil change just for stopping by. This is the time to come out to Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com Oil change is good for flat courts. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Scott Hayes is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. Do you realize they have been in business for over 60 years? 60 years. I've been shopping at Kaufman's since I was a player in the NBA. When you came to Denver, you got in the cab and you went to Kaufman's because they had anything and everything you needed. And right now they're celebrating those 60 years with the Kaufman's 60th anniversary sale. Buy a suit at a regular price, get a second 60% off. Get 60% off clearance items. Even save 20% on custom suits, sport coats, slacks, shirts. You don't want to miss the 60th anniversary sale. It's going on now until April 30th at Kaufman's Tall and Big Men's Shop. Don't just shop anywhere. Get to Kaufman's Tall and Big Men's Shop. If you're tall, big, or athletically built, don't miss the 60th anniversary sale. They're at 3395 South Broadway, just off of Hampton, or shop them online 24-7 at Kaufman's.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hi, we're here at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood, Colorado. I'm joined by Jack Farland, the owner. So, Jack, you guys work on classic cars, right? That's right. We restore and service a lot of classics. So what's up with this BMW 7 Series right here, then? Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars. Our classic car owners drive regular cars. Well, that makes sense. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. Our guys can clean, polish, condition the interior, clean up the engine bay. They're just incredible. looks like it's right off the showroom floor. That's because we're doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough polishing, our trained technician applies two coats of this ceramic coating. Wow, that is glossy. It's not cheap, but it will make your paint look better than new, and it lasts a really long time. So lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and detailing on newer cars. You can learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Nice. Can I drive that one? 
if you buy it. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Big curiosity delays on I-76 westbound where a car rolled off the highway approaching I-70 that has now backed up traffic to I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Northbound York under I-76 is shut down with a rollover accident. I-25, the worst of it is southbound. Stop and go traffic Broadway to Hamden. Sponsoring a child with compassion is the most effective way to end extreme child poverty. Sponsor a child now at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I was I, I was shocked. You know, I was shocked. I went fishing. And everybody knows that I'm a, I hunt and fish. That's what I do. But I also believe in, in conservation. You know, I'm not just out there going crazy. Uh, you know, it, whatever happened, it, it happened. Um, we followed the rules. I did everything I was supposed to do, but the guys chopping. I, my, the whole thing was on my Instagram story, so you know people chopping, paste that, and you know make what they want to make. But you know we're we're here now, and um, I followed the rules. I did everything I was supposed to do, and you know we just leave it where that was it, where it's at. That is uh, Von Miller clarifying his uh, fishing story where he caught that hammerhead shark off the coast of Florida. What's the problem here? They they, they released it. He went back into the sea. What's the issue? Well, I don't think people knew that. They just saw the photo, and it's like an endangered species or something. I don't know. It is? Apparently, I guess. Sharks? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but, it's, uh, you know, but Vaughn's a conservationist. He is, by the way, the greatest defensive player in Broncos history. Yeah, that's an argument you can make. Okay. Yeah. It's not okay. just me falling into no, the recency no, no, trap? I had, to, I, had to, I had to think about that for a second, but, yeah, he'll be a Hall of Famer. He'll be a Hall of Famer because I'm trying to think about some of the other guys that haven't been given uh, the stage and the platform. See, Vaughn's Vaughn's got something that the likes of Randy Gratishar, Carl Mecklenburg, um, some of the others that preceded him never had, and that's that stage, that platform, and that springboard. Do you but, understand? Yeah, no, I'm they with you. made they made that springboard for him. The second greatest defensive player in Broncos history is Rich Tombstone Jackson. So, see, I can go mm-hmm. back in time, too. By the way, Vic, I just saw your retweet. Notice that this is news we should pass along the NHL player safety. Read it. Uh, Ryan Hartman from Nashville will have a hearing today for an illegal check to the head of Colorado's Carl Soderberg. I say it's about time the league calls a Nashville player into the office. It should have happened much earlier in this series. But Ryan Hartman will have a hearing today. Do you think that means he likely gets suspended? or what? Jared How do you Bednar thinks so. Okay. Bednar last night after the game was asked specifically about the hit. And I, and I missed it, by the way. I don't know where I was. When did that hit occur? Can someone tell me when that hit happened? Because Bednar seemed to know right away, and he said, yeah, something's going to emerge from that one. So Hartman was all over the ice, by the way. Isn't he the guy that pushed Andrew Ghetto too? He's he's had a lot of stuff happen. I mean, between Johansson and Subban and Hartman, I get all these guys confused, and I'm glad the league finally woke up and did something about it. Because Johansson had no business playing in Game 2, and frankly, Subban probably should have had a hearing after what he did in Game 3. 
just because you have a hearing doesn't mean you're going to get suspended. But the fact that it is going to the league office says, yeah, they're they're watching. Dan uh, Dan has the sound of Bednar post game last night. Let's hear this real quick. Oh, they're going to look at it. There's no question. I haven't seen it happen quick. I didn't look at the replay. We had some other stuff going on the bench, but they'll be looking at that for sure. I would think. Uh, they did, and they'll look at it some more. Uh, our Power Five question of the day: What should Avs fans, if any, do show up in Nashville? What should they throw on the ice to counter the catfish here at Pepsi Center? Um, we've had a lot of examples thrown our way. I, I, I just thought of one during that break. How about one thing that just cries Colorado? You may not agree with it, and I don't own any, but I know a lot of people do. How about throwing just a random Birkenstock on the ice? It would be fitting. It would work. <laughs> or Croc. <laughs> Croc would be even better. That's fantastic. Yeah, that would be, Mo- would be good. Moser's saying, by the way, if Hartman's getting a hearing, he's usually going to get dinged, at least a game. So, I mean, it's not Subban, it's Hartman. I, I think they'll survive. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I know Abs fans want, uh, somebody to, to pay and somebody to be punished. I don't know that this, uh, is the best news it could possibly be. It doesn't help the Abs all that much. I'm just saying it's about damn time that the league did something. Uh, but doesn't that sound kind of crybabyish? No. When you're down 3-1, oh, it's about damn time the league did something. Come on. Did I mean, really? Did Johansson deserve a hearing? Mm, well, obviously know. not, because they didn't even give him a... No. Did Subban deserve a hearing for his sucker punch? Well, Jared Bednar yesterday, I was there at uh, Skate Around. Jared Bednar was asked specifically about Subban's play. You know what he said? That stuff happens every game. He didn't think it was that big a deal. Exactly. So, did I think it was dirty? Yes, but I'm going to take my cue from the head coach. He watches a lot more hockey than I do. And I just... There's I, one thing about Bednar, man. He is... Forthright. He is honest. He said, Hartman, yeah, that's going to get another look. Subban's shot to McKinnon's face, eh, happens every game. I mean, the, the, put the, the, yourself in Jared Bednar's shoes, though. When he's down 2-1 trying to win a game four, why is he going to fly off the handle and say something about Subban? If it was legit, he'd say it's legit. He said it was legit last night. He said, yeah, they'll take a look at that one. I mean, he didn't, he didn't duck it. I, I just, I don't want to fall into the trap of being the, the whiners when you're down 3-1. Just go out and, go out and play hockey, go out and win. Three nine three six guys. How about throwing a vegan onto the ice? Do you know any? <laughs> By the way, it was really tough at that dinner last night. I didn't really have anything. So if you missed it, uh, Manchester missed the uh, Avs game. You watched the third period. I know at, a, at a, an establishment, but uh, mm-hmm. for the majority of the game, you were at the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame dinner. Uh, really quickly, because we missed some of the highlights of Peyton's speech, because it was close to the public. We didn't see the speech. We just heard him before. What, what did he say? Ah, uh, boy. I mean, he he made a he made a really funny quip about uh, about Joe Glenn because he followed Joe Glenn. Uh, he had a, uh, a really nice comment about, uh, cause the, the guy who won the disabled athlete, the first, uh, honor of the day talked about how his, you know, his best moment was getting to take a picture with Peyton. Peyton then referenced that in his speech, said that was a highlight of his night. Uh, you know, I mean, it was just Peyton being Peyton. There wasn't really anything from it that was newsworthy. He was just good. He owns the room, right? And then he mentioned, Hey, sure. I, I'm going to cut this short because I know everybody wants to go watch the abs game. Yeah, uh, gets it. The Avs got a lot of love last night. It was great. Yeah. Jake Schroeder did you, the anthem. It was it was a good night. Peyton is such a tremendous public speaker. I've been in rooms with him where he studies the room. He knows exactly the crowd. Mm-hmm. He knows the material. He's prepared. He really treats it almost like a game. He's so prepared. So um, I, I wish I could have been there to listen to him. I, I gather that he didn't mention. Uh, did anybody ask before or after about his – Television opportunities, why he turned down Monday night and Sunday night football? 
Uh, not that I heard. No. Wait, you yeah. just said Jake Schroeder did the anthem. Did mm-hmm. he do both anthems? He did. He warmed up at the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame and then went to the Pepsi Center. Wow, that's cool. Are you kidding me? Nice. No. A double anthem night? Yeah. That's amazing. So it was, uh, it was a big night, but yeah, it was a, a lot of Avs talk. I mean, Dave and Susie emceed. They kept giving updates on the score. So the Avs were certainly a front and center top of mind. Well, see, that's smart. You can't just ignore what's happening. Right? Yeah. I hate it when people ignore things like, Oh no, well, you know, don't worry about that. Yeah. It's not going on. If we don't mention yeah. it, it's not happening. Yeah. It's kind of silly. I remember when I, uh, when I worked at channel four and uh, you had a Super Bowl on the other network, right? And you had a sports cast right during the Super Bowl and you know, nobody's watching you. Right. Nobody. I mean, why would you watch me do sports if there's a Super Bowl going on? And I remember just sitting there going, why am I doing sports? Why am I here? Yeah, that's why pretty pointless. Alive? That is pretty pointless. Why do I exist? <laughs> you got some deep thoughts going. Yeah. Um, Guys, when we come back. <laughs> that was a little too deep. <laughs> Wait, do you want to guess this Broncos schedule or do you want to do that on yeah, the no, other side? No, we're going to do that in the next segment. Let's do that in the next segment. Okay. I'm going to read a couple more this is This is the highlight of Manchester's I morning. So I can't I wait. Well, make sure we don't skip it is my point because we skipped the more you know a couple weeks ago. And you When's know, the last time we did the more you know? We'll do it tomorrow. How's that sound? No, it's a Thursday thing. It's not on the rundown. Uh, by the way, the Hartman <laughs> hit came on a charging call. That gave the Avs a five-on-three in the third. I missed that hit. Uh, obviously blatant to the head of uh, Carl Soderberg. Uh, it's curious to see who will start in goal for the Avs Friday night with Bernier now in the lower body injury. One thing I noticed about Bernier, he changed helmets during the game. He went to the all-white helmet. Something happened. Did you now. see why? No, I, I his, mean, helmet, his helmet got dented in. I was watching the post game last night. It got hit so hard with a puck that his helmet got dented. Could you wow. imagine playing that position without a helmet when they did, like they did in the old days? Could yeah. you imagine? So the helmet <laughs> gets dented. If that hits skull, he's dead. He dies. <laughs> All right, couple texts you wanted to get to. There was a few you said. Uh, yes, the reason why you won't see many Colorado Avs fans at the game in Nashville is because the Preds do not let Colorado residents purchase tickets. Is that true? Come on, how can they police that? That's if you that want to get tickets, you can get them. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get tickets, you can get them. You can go to StubHub or whatever and buy tickets. Apparently it is tough, though. I've got someone telling me uh, in my direct messages that it's tough for the out-of-television market, meaning it's hard for Avs fans to get a ticket with a certain Colorado zip code. Okay, if if I, if I money's no object, I can get a ticket before the end of the next okay, well, commercial we li- break. We live in a world where money is an object, so if fans but are no- trying to purchase them at face value, they can't is the point. Well, of course. Do you think the Predators fans paid face value for the tickets to get into Pepsi Center? Of course not. Don't give me the zip code answer, though. That's uh, silly. Other Tell items me. to throw on the ice in Nashville. Ridiculous. How about throwing a Casa Bonita enchilada platter? Ooh. <laughs> be the best use of that food. Someone said Chipotle burritos. Ah, burritos would be good with the tin foil. That'd be good. Yeah, just Aluminum foil or whatever you want to call it. Uh Danny says, Manchester's making me angry. I won't say why because it will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Danny. Can we get more donuts? Uh... When we come back uh, tonight, national televised show, the schedule release party for the NFL. Let's play closest to the pin. We know who the Broncos are going to play. When will they play them? Have that game when we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show. This national team is way too good. I don't see Colorado lasting too long with the Predators. It's the hockey team that's been the prohibitive underdog since the start of the season. Thing is, they kind of like it that way. He scores! Oh, no! 
He didn't do that. Oh my goodness. The kid is going to break away and shoots and scores. Tomorrow, it's a do or die game five for the Avalanche. They've shown they can play with the Predators. I'm telling you. Hell has got a thing of beauty. Big tree fall hard. Oh my goodness. The Stanley Cup playoffs live here. Smash the Nash. Altitude 950. In 1941, the first Jeeps were delivered to the U.S. military. From Guadalcanal to the Battle of the Bulge, Jeeps carried soldiers, arms, and letters from home to the men and women on the fields of conflict. Perhaps a Jeep carried your granddad or grandma to safety. That same year, the company that would become known as Medved opened for business in Arvada, selling cars and trucks to the people of Denver. Fifty years later, Jeep and Medved joined forces, and here we are today. During the spring sales event, you can get incredible lease and purchase opportunities on new 2018 Jeeps, as well as new Rams, Chryslers, and Dodges. There are discounts on just about everything at Medved. And test drive a Jeep on the Medved Mile, Colorado's longest outdoor off-road test track. Your grandparents would be proud. Medved Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medvedchryslerdodgejeepram.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey there, Denver. Are you suffering from spine issues? Is your back hurting when you sit down, stand up, walk, or even sleep? Well, if this is you, you're not alone. Myself, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, I experienced the same pains. After 10 years in the NFL and three back surgeries, I have made it a point for myself to find the champions in orthopedic surgery, the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, located right here in our backyard of Denver. I visited with Dr. Michael Jansen, the internationally known spine surgeon who has worked with top athletes and champions like myself. And I've gotten my injections from Dr. Isaac, who has 25 years of experience with sports medicine and knees, including total knee replacements. And if you've got shoulder problems, visit them for Dr. Schnell, one of the best shoulder surgeons here in the Denver metro area. So if you're experiencing back pain, knee pain, or any kind of joint pain, visit my friends at Center for Spine and Orthopedics, the champions of orthopedic care. Hi, this is Anthony Brownlee, owner of Land Rover Denver. 
We believe true luxury is not associated with how much you spend. It's based on how you treat it. And we are committed to providing a luxury experience for everyone. We carry a large selection of certified used vehicles, all makes and models, starting as low as $10,000, as well as an incredible selection of new Land Rover models. For more information, visit our website, LandRoverDenver.com, stop by our new showroom, 6160 South Broadway in Littleton, or call 1-800-NEW-LAND-ROVER. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Very slow traffic westbound I-76 from an earlier problem approaching I-70 that has backed up traffic now to I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. On I-25, it's a left lane accident clearing southbound at Johnson's Corners. Backups in the area. You can be the difference between a child continuing their dream of education or leaving it behind. Help make the future brighter for one child at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Welcome. You're drafting a player, but you're hoping that they give you the return on their investment. I remember that's kind of what drove me 20 years ago. That you know, they, I remember them asking me, "Hey, what are you going to do with this money you're about to make?" And I said, "I'm, I'm going I'm to go earn it." You know, and that kind of needs to be the thought process I think for any quarterback coming in is, "Hey, I'm going to go earn." Uh, this team's uh, decision to invest in me and draft me. So um, it'll be an exciting draft to kind of see what happens. Peyton Manning is such a good dude. The second greatest Broncos quarterback of all time inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame last night. Ah, I would and, agree. Uh, he had a hell of a run. It's number seven, then number 18. You he'll be on the ring of fame. Um, no he'll doubt. be up there. Ain't no doubt about that. Um, I don't think he'll have his number retired. It's already been retired. Belongs to another quarterback, so not sure that's going to happen. But uh, Peyton Manning last night offering, you know, spinning his Peyton Manning yarn, as he always does. He's such a great public speaker, so happy for him and everybody else included in that Colorado Sports Hall of Fame. Okay, guys, tonight, 6 o'clock local time, uh, the NFL Network, and I think ESPN has a show. Everybody has some sort of NFL schedule show. When did this become primetime television? What happened to the old days where they just released the schedule? Manchester wrote about it in July, and the league listened, apparently. So the NFL is going to release its schedule for every team across the league. There are already four games we know of, okay? So you can scratch these off your list right now. Uh, these are the international games. Eagles and Jaguars, October 28th at Wembley. Titans at Chargers, October 21st at Wembley. Seahawks and Raiders, October 14th, also in London. Three London games. And then a Mexico City game, Chiefs and Rams on November 19th at Azteca Stadium, Estadio Azteca. So three in England, one in Mexico City. Those games already released. The Broncos obviously not playing internationally next season. All right, so how do you want to do this, Vic? Do you want to each guess our opener, guess our holiday games, kind of go through this here? First of all, here's the question. When does the NFL season commence? Uh, it is the weekend after Labor Day. Uh, so I believe the Sunday is September 9th. So September 9th. It, yeah, the first game will be Thursday, September 6th. Broncos most likely would play Sunday, September 9th, maybe Monday, September right. 10th. That's very important to me because I just looked at the Notre Dame schedule. I'm going to the Notre Dame-Michigan game the first Saturday in September. Thank you. Um, that'd, be, right. that'd be a fun trip for this show. I didn't. I didn't include the show. I know. I, I was just trying to mention it. Oh, sorry. That's September first, by the way. September 9th is opening weekend in the NFL. So yeah. if you had to guess, we're going to go week by week here. If you had to put together your best Broncos schedule, 
How would it look? Obviously. I think we can all agree here on this show, and if you're listening, the best opener for the Broncos would be against Uncle Wade, Aqib Tlaib, and the L.A. Rams. It's a game here in Denver. It's a Broncos home game. There's no better opponent to play to open the season. Correct? I would agree. I'm just not sure the Broncos are a team that the NFL is going to feature on opening weekend. Do you think the the five and eleven Broncos and with Case Keenum are going to draw a prime time slot? Maybe we think more highly of the Broncos than the league does. Oh, there's probably right. There's no doubt. I, I think it's got two oh five kickoff against the Browns written all over it. I'm going to say the uh, Broncos open in Cincinnati against the Bengals an early start, 11 a.m. Similar type of a, a game of, like, let's just bury this one. It'll, it, it, it's it's a Spiro Didi scheme. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it won't be prime time like last year's game? No. No. It what? won't be the second Monday nighter? I don't think so. Now, I mean, it, you know, the, the, the league may think, hey, you know, Denver's... Uh, still a draw. People think it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a Western team, so we can put them in that later game, whatever, but I don't think they're a, I don't think they're a primetime team. They'll no. get to the Seahawks or something on the West Coast. Every year the Broncos, the they never cease to amaze that they always have four, five primetime games. They always do. I mean, they, they have a Sunday nighter, two or three of them. They have a Monday nighter. Every team's got a Thursday nighter. See if we could pick the Thursday night. What Thursday night game might the Broncos play next year? Hmm. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an, a Denver Oakland Thursday nighter. Home or road? Either way. I think really that's the only one that makes sense. Denver Oakland Thursday night game. Uh last year they played on uh December fourteenth at Indianapolis. That was their Thursday game. I think they're gonna play on a Thursday at Baltimore. I'm gonna say they play on a Why? Thursday night at the Jets, return to MetLife Stadium. Why? One of the worst days in Broncos history. Man, you guys are picking some Boring match. Right, because John Elway kept Vance Joseph. If he had done something sexy like hire John Gruden, then maybe they'd get better matchups. Jeez. We need to get used to the fact no one cares about the Broncos right now because they're going to go 5-11 and 11 all over again. Guys are freaking depressing. <laughs> Seriously, John Elway slept on his decision? Why did he have to sleep on that decision? And then he Doing blew it. Two Manchesters today. <laughs> Broncos make me mad. Tough enough uh, having one. Do you think they get a Thanksgiving game? I mean, they don't no. play Dallas or Detroit, so it would have to be the primetime Thanksgiving game. Do you think they get that one? Of course not. I don't think so. I, I don't think they get, I don't think they get a, there's no Christmas game. Christmas is on a Tuesday this year. Yeah. What will be their primetime game? What, what, what will be their marquee primetime game? What do you well, guys we think? Well, we all know, we all know what derailed the season last year. It was the early bye week. Oh that my derail, God! That changed. No. Vance Joseph not knowing how to manage a clock. Derailed the bye week. It was if that if that bye week comes in week eight instead of week four, perhaps the Broncos are talking about a Super Bowl championship. No, right they now. came off their bye week I'm and lost kidding. to the zero and four Giants, who had Obviously. no receivers. Yeah, uh, Alex uh, also says Thursday games almost always division games. He's right. Really? Well, it wasn't last year, December 14th at Indianapolis. Cutting TJ Ward derailed their season for the record. That was a dumb move. That fractured that locker room. Yep. Oh yeah, because TJ Ward's flourishing right now. I never said it was a, I said it was a locker room, not an on the field. Oh no, but remember the minions all told us what a great camp Justin Simmons had after that because nobody mentioned Justin Simmons at all until they cut TJ Ward and then all of a sudden it was a great camp. Talk to TJ Ward. Go take a picture of the ball mark on the wall. Easy with your minion comments, okay? You just threw an olive branch at one of them. I so did. So chill out. My wife did. Yeah. She well, tried to mend fences. I, I give her a, a A for effort. 
Are we done? I mean, I don't know what else to say about the, the schedule. I don't I'm know. Not this that, was Manchester. You know, idea. yeah, Manchester was all hip on this schedule. They, what, what do you want me to say? It's a stupid okay. schedule. No, I'll look at it on paper tonight. I, I'm not gonna. This doesn't change my life like no, it changes let yours. Me just, no, schedule. no, no, no. no. Well, let, let me give you. Let me give you some things here. All right, they play at San Francisco, at Arizona, and at the Jets. Those are three games. If they fall in the right part of the calendar, would be fun road trips. I'd love to go to San Francisco. Maybe work in Napa. You know, maybe a, an October trip, hang out in Scottsdale, go over to Glendale, watch the game. That'd be nice. Or the Big Apple, maybe around Christmas time. Go to Rockefeller Center, see the tree. That's why this is. That's why this matters. I'm oh. trying to map out my fall. I, I think most of the people listening to the show don't have the means to be uh, a jet setting across the country to Bronco Road Games. Really, a trip to Arizona is that big a deal? Uh, there, and, there will be a ton of Bronco HW fans. taking the private jet? There will be a ton of Bronco oh, okay, fans. Okay, says oh. the guy, for those of you who haven't been to Augusta. <laughs> I've seen the players. <laughs> He's seen the blueprints. Uh, I mean, looking at this, all seriousness, guys. Home, Browns, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, Seahawks, Steelers, Texans, away. 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Ravens, Jets. Six and ten. The there, C- there's your schedule. The prediction. Seahawks game at home. I've got a son that's a Seahawks fan. He'll want to go. I got to see that, where that it, falls. It, that to me is mind numbing enough as it is. You have a child who's a Seahawks fan. I'm not happy about it, but look, I'm picking my battles. You, you have a human being of your blood. Yes. Your blood. Yes. Your progeny. That is a Seattle Seahawks fan. Yes. I'm more concerned about him operating the offense in the uh, nine year old flag football league. So you know, it's all good. It, when's that going to be? The Steelers? When the Steelers come into town, how many terrible towels do you think will be in the building? There will be 20,000 Steeler fans at that game. Yeah. The Rams? That's going to be a fun one. Uh-huh. Can't wait to see Wade Phillips, Aqib Tlaib. Really? Oh. That's going to be fun to watch Wade Phillips and Aqib Tlaib kick you the know, Broncos' ass? We'll go down and see our co-workers. I was sort of, yeah. Hey, Aqib, can you come? Maybe we can get Aqib on the show that week. That'd be great. You can I got one of those. Uh, I, I told you about my latest text exchange with Aqib, right? No. Well, was I got, it about Jabril? No, no, no. I wanted to get him on after, you know, he left and we, we tried passionately. We, we emailed him, texted him and I got one of these, uh, who dis text back. Mm. He took you out of his phone yeah. already. I got the who dis. The Texans, when they come in, that's going to be fun. JJ Watt, Sean Watson. That'll be a, that'll be a tough ticket. It's going to be fun to watch the Broncos lose is what you're telling me. I mean, looking at this home slate, honestly, they'll beat the Browns. Uh, I'm not sure who else they'll beat. Will they beat the fascinating. Browns? We're doing one segment of the Broncos schedule. Imagine everybody else in town's doing three hours this morning, so you can have fun with that. This is great. Will they beat the Browns? I mean, seriously, look at their home slate real quick, Vic. They're not going to win more than three games at home. They'll be lucky to go four and four at home. Anything else we can do to make your uh, life easier uh, to accommodate Manchester's schedule? When this when the schedule comes out tonight, are you telling me you're not going to put every game on your calendar immediately and Probably know not. know what's happening? No, no I, I, I never have I, a calendar. I never do that. No, I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, I will look. Here's here's. I don't know how you look. I will look at the schedule and say, oh, okay. Oh, this game, nope. Monday night. Oh. You, know, you know what I'm and doing? Then, and, and then you know what else I'm going to do? And then after that, I'll probably eat and go to sleep. You know what I'm doing tonight? Booking my flights to Vegas when I know when the Broncos' bye week is. Can't wait. Last year it was October 8th. I'm not sure where it will be this year, but hopefully it's that time of year. It's nice. It's still pool weather. Manchester is going to get a quick look at the uh, Broncos' schedule and make his way to fascinations. <laughs> I'm not Coming sure up how next. those things go together, but whatever. <laughs> wow. Marty O and his morning sugar fix on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what.
What's in play on Altitude 950? Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House for one more regular season game before they head to the playoffs. Saturday, April 28th at 7 p.m. Be at Pepsi Center as the Mammoth organization pays a tribute to the best fans in the National Lacrosse League for Fan Appreciation Night. Family packs are available for the game. Get four tickets, four sodas, and four hot dogs starting at 76 bucks. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. Did you know there could be toxic radiation in the indoor air you breathe? It's radon. 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 A colorless, odorless gas that can only be detected by testing. So it's best to test with Ace Radon to find out if you're breathing radiation. It's the only way to be sure. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an Ace Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Race to Ace for an initial professional radon test starting as low as $50. Just $50 to be sure you're not breathing indoor radiation. It's best to test with Ace Radon. Race to aceradon.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at ChampionsOfThePeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster for the at-fault party. Do you know what to do? Do you know what to say? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you shouldn't do? You don't. You know, for that instance, in that situation, the insurance adjuster, that's an ordinary day and event for him or her. It's not an ordinary day or event for you. You need to understand your rights. You need a legal game plan. You need it laid out for you in a free initial consultation. At Bell & Pollock, that's what we do. That's what we can do for you. A game plan for the way the accident happened, a legal game plan for your injuries, damages, and losses to prove them. Bell & Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell & Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. 
Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at speaknowcolorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit speaknowcolorado.org to learn more. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25, very slow. There's a wreck at Johnson's Corner, staying slow behind a crash between 120th and 84th. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Watch for a stalled truck. Center lane, southbound I-25 at Hamden, already slowing from Broadway to Hamden. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Zadorov back in down the wing. Off to the end with a shot. Save Renee Rebound. Score! Alexander Kerfoot cleans up on the far side of the crease. And the Avs have made it a one-goal game. 8.59 to go in the third period. Hold the fort. Hold the fort. It ain't over yet, baby. The Avs down by Atali. Avs head to Nashville tomorrow night. Game number five. Fighting for their playoff lives. Down 3-1 in this series. Again, I have to say this. I spent a, a lot of the game last night in the booth with Mark Mosier as he was calling the action. And for those of, uh, of you who've listened to this show, uh, we like to, to poke fun at Moj and his role on the smooth but what I saw last night was just remarkable. His ability to call the action from way up there. I mean, you're on the moon, essentially. You're at the very top of Pepsi Center. I can't even see the puck, let alone identify players. And the way he makes it sound so good. Mosier's really good at his job. Yeah, he is, uh, he's, he's the best in the business. We'll put he it that really, way. He's really good at his job. He's very touchy-feely, though. I was standing next to him, and he's like, all excitable and like he grabs people next to him when there's a key play. Well, remember I told you that what day was that? Yeah. It was the it was the day Manchester was at career day. I told you he he spit all over me during the Abs and Wild game, but it was great because the Abs won seven two. I got yeah. sick for ten days, but that it wasn't was that big a deal. The day I was impacting lives. Oh, at career day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you were just a positive <laughs> influence. I was throwing out your debates, changing changing people's <laughs> lives for the better. <laughs> I would love Vic. We should have totally periscoped that. Manchester. I was a, I was a hit. It was great. We did some trivia. I gave away some baseballs. What did you call yourself? I just went by my actual given name, my God-given yeah, name. Yeah, but what was the career? What was it exactly? <laughs> what when, when people read the career? What what was your career? Oh, it was a lot of different things. It, yeah, it was just general sports media. But they uh, kept they kept asking me what the hardest part of my job is, and I said putting up with you two. Did you go by your real name or did you go by Manchester? No, I went by my real name. Oh. Yeah, that would have been tough to explain to the kids. Yeah, they didn't, they wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, as I look again at the uh, Broncos schedule, we sort of, we, we had fun with it, but what do you, th- my, my impression, it's, it's not going to be that hard next year. The schedule, it's, it's an easy schedule. Easy. It's pretty, yeah, I think it's easy. All right, look at their, look at their home games. Look, it, let me tell you what, I, I, I look at the away games. I, uh, home games, are, you always have a chance to win home games. That's how they I didn't look last at year. They lost to the Giants. I'm, I'm just telling you how it works here. Has Vance Joseph learned how to read a scoreboard? I look at the away games and you tell me, here, here are the away games for the Broncos. 
Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Ravens, Jets. Lost, that lost. That is an easy, easy road schedule. What is the toughest road schedule? Of the games I just listed, what's the toughest one? Uh, toughest road game they've got? Yeah. They, they will not win at Baltimore. Arrowhead, they but, won't win. The I'm black asking, hole, they won't win. What is the toughest road schedule? What, they won't win what, in the soccer stadium. You, you know, you make a pretty good point, though. There's okay, not one on there point. where you're like, oh, boy, that's no. tough. The Niners you know, last with year, Jimmy Remember G? last year we saw, you know who's not on the schedule? New England for the first time in like 30 years. Right. You know, it's been like a 30-year run where they played New England. Well, Most of the time in New England. They're not on the schedule. You don't have those games that we saw last year, like... The, the three in a row last year, like, oh, my God, at Philly, the New England game back here. What was the other one that they had last year? That was They had that three-game stretch that was just rough. Just a gauntlet. Well, look at their home games. I mean, imagine if they were at the Rams, at the Seahawks, That's at the saying, Steelers. Dude. Their, their tough games are at home. You're right. All, this schedule is far easier no, than a year ago. I think you're vastly overlooking the 49ers. I think you're overlooking the Ravens. I think you're overlooking the Jets probably with a rookie quarterback. I'd I don't, I don't, th- I think you're poo-pooing this schedule. Okay. The Jets. Despite the fact I hate the way you pronounce the word poo-pooing, whatever. What is their <laughs> toughest road game? The Chiefs. The Raiders. The Chiefs. So, so the Chiefs have a quarterback so, who hasn't, he's played one game. Yeah. So you're, you're, they never win an arrow. And, and another team who just went through a coaching change who has as many question marks as the Broncos right now. They don't, their schedule's easy, dude. Would you That's rather have John Gruden or Vance Their schedule Joseph? is easy. Would you rather have John Gruden or Vance Joseph? I'm hey, asking you right now. One of them now, has a ring. You cannot identify their toughest road game. You answer make my argument it's for me. Jimmy G really? and Levi Stadium. Really? The 49ers. You also are did, the you, did you see the toughest road game? Did you see wow. the way they finished the season? Wow. You that also says said a lot. you also said they never win an Arrowhead. You know who was 4-0 in Arrowhead? The greatest quarterback in Broncos history. They never win an Arrowhead except for the 4 years Peyton Manning was the quarterback. Gosh. Oh, and you know who else won there? Tim Tebow. They never win an Arrowhead. Asinine. John Elway did win a playoff game there, 14-10. I'm going to say this, and I'll put that to rest before we get to Marty O. And I thought about this during the break, and I'm sorry that I didn't say it earlier because it would have ended this ridiculous argument. PFM, greatest quarterback I've ever seen play the game of football. John Elway, greatest Broncos quarterback I've ever seen play the game of football. Both can be true. Yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. They're not. They're not. That's it. Marty, sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Hello, fellas. Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty. Hi. All right, guys. Former Nugget Mike Evans turning 63 today. Vic, you uh, you got any good Mike Evans stories? I know uh, you were probably a ball boy during his yes. time, right? I used to wear his shoes. You know, we would ask for players' shoes after the games. Mike Evans had shoes that fit our uh, our feet, so we would keep his cons. He had great. He was such a good man. He'd give shoes to all the ball boys all the time. Good dude. I like Mike Evans. Mike Evans uh, put the jump in jump shot. That dude, guy he elevated. Up. He yeah. did. He was like Ray Allen-esque, the way he got up. K-State's finest. Mm-hmm. All right, Maria Sharapova turning 31 years old today. In October 2016, she was suspended by the uh, International Tennis Federation for two years for performance-enhancing drugs. She appealed. It was dropped to 15 months. Can you imagine that, getting suspended for 15 months? We thought the MLB, yeah. 80 games was a lot. 15 months, that's a lot. 
pretty stiff penalty, which, you know, we didn't even talk about it on this show because it happened uh, during the uh, big Avs game the other day. But how about Mark Sanchez getting popped for four games? What the hell's Mark Chan- Mark Sanchez ingesting? I missed that story. Yeah. You didn't really? hear about this? No. Four no. games. PED, something. I don't know. Some type of substance. I've been all abs all the time. I uh-huh. missed the Mark Sanchez. Your news. guy. Your guy. The guy that you said had the Broncos kept Mark Sanchez, the entire season would have changed. He, Mark Sanchez was a better option to defend their Super Bowl title than Trevor Simeon. I don't even think that's debatable. Keep going, Marty. All right, this day in 1897, the first Boston Marathon is run. Uh, the winning time was two hours and 55 minutes. The world record now is two hours and two minutes. That's a four minute and 41 mile pace. That's, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Insane. So the two hour marathon is, is officially on notice, if you will. Someone yeah. will break it at some point in the next five years there. Yeah. It's mean, a full that. sprint. Not a single person on this show. Maybe Marty, I've never seen you run. Nobody could run a mile in that time, let alone 26 of them, one mile. No. Marty, what's your fastest mile? I, I did it the day after uh, Roger Bannister passed. It was five minutes and 13 seconds, and then I uh, almost threw up after. Okay. Didn't you run well, in that soccer game the other night? Didn't I almost Vic threw see you up out then, there? too, yeah. yeah. You saw him play soccer, Vic. couple of sprints, and I was uh, hands on the knees, for sure. All right, I stay in 1950. Vin Scully calls his first baseball game. 67 years later, he calls it a career. You guys ever have any run-ins with Vin? I, I saw Vin many times at Coors Field when the Dodgers came into town. And the thing about Vin Scully that uh, never ceases to amaze is he was always dressed to the dime. Didn't, didn't matter. He was always dressed to the nines. Every time he showed up in town, he had the suit. He was never in a sweatsuit. You know, I like to wear my sweatsuit, look like trash. He was never dressed like that. He always dressed for success. All right, that's that's yeah, it. You guys. Nice commentary, thanks yeah. guys. I was right. I was reading a USA Today tweet about the least trusted people in football. We'll get to that. I never met uh, Vin Scully, so I didn't have yeah, any offer. Duly noted. I had to stay in uh, 1996. The Rangers dropped 16 runs in the eighth inning on the uh, Baltimore Orioles on their way to win 26 to seven. Poor Jesse Orozco pitched a third of an inning, gave up eight runs. It's gonna hurt the old ERA there. Jesse Orozco was yeah, on the hill. He was the closer for the Mets when they won the 86 World Series. He's the guy who threw his glove up in the air when they won Game 7. I remember old Jesse. Sure Jesse Orozco, number 47. All right, this day in 1965, you guys were talking about the Astrodome a couple of days ago, how terrible it was. Um, players were complaining about this, the glare from the sun, so they painted the two panes where the sun was coming in, and they, they caused the grass to die. They played on painted dead grass for the uh, 65 season before they put AstroTurf in. Yeah, they, I thought, to, they thought they could grow grass in there. It was going to be like a greenhouse. That didn't yeah. work so well. Went to a game once, a Broncos-Eagles game in the old uh, Philly Stadium. Can't mm-hmm. remember the old name of it. The Vet? Yeah, the Vet. And that turf there, I mean, you talk about I can't believe those. anybody who's played on that turf, I can't believe you emerged without a major injury. That was basically cement. Old school AstroTurf, which was just like carpet on cement. It cement. Was, it was ridiculous. It's they, remarkable how today's version of AstroTurf is so much safer than 20 years ago. Yeah, they played football on that. It's just uh, whoever thought that was a good idea is beyond me. I this day in 2005, Damon Stoudemire set a record by attempting 21 three-pointers, made only five of them. The record was later broken by J.R. Smith in 2014 when he attempted 22. At least he made 10 of them that game. He took 22 points in one game. That's yeah. gunning. That's pretty cool, actually. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be lit. Damon Stoudemire. He, uh, Arizona product? Is that where he went yes. to college? 
Yes, sir, the lefty. Yeah. Didn't he get popped with weed in his bag? Something like that. Yeah. There's his friends. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it's a line around this town. And that's it for me, fellas. Uh, Marty, what did you uh, leave on the cutting room floor? I don't know if you guys saw or not today, but uh, the Reds manager got fired, Brian Price. I don't know if you guys have ever heard his rant that he had, but he dropped 77 F-bombs in four minutes. It's, wow. Uh, it's pretty impressive. I would look it up. When did he do this? Uh, 2015, I believe. 77 Man. F-bombs in four minutes? Mm-hmm. Let's have a beer with that guy now. Hard He's looking to do. for a job. Yeah. God, that's fantastic. Like watching a rendition of The Wolf of Wall Street. Did you guys ever see that movie? Yeah. That, that movie's great. It was great, but it was 30 minutes too long. It's like, uh, we, we get it. There's debauchery. I we get it. I could have another 30 minutes. Needed more time for the F-bombs. No. Yeah. They no, said that, the most, the most F-bombs classic. in the history in the history of motion picture history in that movie. Sometimes less is more. It doesn't surprise me Manchester wasn't a fan of that. You didn't like Red Wings suck and the F-bombs got a little, little too much for you. It's gratuitous. At some point, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, okay, it's debauchery. More of a little house on the prairie guy. <laughs> Sound of music. Nothing wrong with it. More of a Titanic guy when it comes mm-hmm. to Leo movies. Yentl. Up next, Kyle Keefe recapping last night's Game 4, Avs and Preds on the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Avs. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in Game 5 of their first round series. The puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show getting it away at 7.05. Mark Bosch the radio voice of the Avalanche will be on the call. The KSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Avalanche. McKinnon's going to break away. It's just Stanley Cup playoffs live here. Smash the Nash. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. And they're feeling it here right now at Pepsi Center. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Nine to go, eight to go. Landeskog, last opportunity for Kerfoot. Speed to the Nashville zone. Down the right wing, around Arvidsson. Centering pass, Joe shoots over the top of the net, and that's going to do it. The Avs will fall to the Predators by a final score of 3-2. to two. They gave it all they could to try to come back, but they trail in the series three games to one. Yeah, those final minutes were thrilling, and the first five minutes of the game were insane. That's a use, used uh, that the word used by my friend Kyle Keefe. First five minutes of that game last night, the Preds outshot the Avs 8-0. They had a five-on-three, couldn't score on it, but my goodness, was that crazy hockey. Kyle Keefe on the show right now. Uh, Kiefer, I don't know what how you explain how a team can turn it off and on. Like, How do you explain what the Preds did in the first period? Uh, I think it was... <clears throat> I think it was a, you know, a, something that the Avs did to them in game three. I mean, the best way to explain it is they were woken up. I think they were, sh- you know, sort of taken back and shooken by the Avs. And I think they realized that what they had done last year was because of hard work and grittiness and they found a way to win in the playoffs. And after game three, they were sort of like, wow, well, that could be taken away from you pretty quickly. They had a practice. Uh, a couple days ago that Peter Laviolette had, you know, it was all business. There was no, you know, nobody took it off. Everybody just, you know, grinded through it, and they came back. And I think in the first five minutes, like you were saying, Vic, I think that it was it was almost frightening. You know, it was almost like, whoa, <laughs> it was like, whoa. What is happening here? <laughs> right. And then, it, and then you know, you, you, you pile on the penalty. It wasn't just the penalty, though. It was just – 
ferociously aggressive. And then, then the penalties, and they survived. And somehow they survived that. And then, I, I honestly, I think it may, when a, when a, when you kill a five on three, it is supposed to energize the, the building. And I think what it did, and you, you tell me, because I was in the studio and you were there, Vic, but it almost was, it's almost like it took a little air out of the building, like, oh my God. Is it was this- almost shock and awe, to be honest with you. It's yeah. like, wow, yeah. are, are these what the Preds are really like? Is this the real Nashville right. team? Yeah, it was exactly that. But what's crazy, the first period ends, the ads are down one nothing, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, <laughs> this is manageable. It could have been 3 nothing. could have been 4 nothing. They're down one nothing. It's the second period that did them in. Yeah, exactly, and it and it was it was it was more of the same. I, I would say from a lot of those guys like Victor Arvidsson, and as much as I want to, you know, Ryan Hartman's on my list now all of a sudden too because of several different things that 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 he did in the game, which I'm sure you guys have talked about. But it's it was the second period I think was dismantling in it's it's, it's almost like playing a, a game of Jenga, you know, and. It's your turn to go, and you know that it's like, man, if I touch one of these pieces, this thing is going to fall down. And so I, I think it was a realization that something's got to happen. There has to be some bounce that's going to go our way. And in the second, it just didn't happen. And so when it was 3 nothing, it was like, oh, uh, I think there was the overall sense of, oh, man, we're going to have to beat the Predators three games in a row. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that sort of was, I think it was, depressing that for lack of a better word then again then you get the third period and you get a goal you get the five on three probably should have had two five on threes because if you remember correctly Pekka Rene basically chopped down Tyson Jost like he like punched he him an act he punched him yeah I mean it was I, I it's it, it, it's ridiculous look it happens in every series and I'm you know I'm oversensitized because of, of what we do but it was definitely a penalty. It could have been back-to-back five-on-threes, which probably would have looked weird for the officials or the league or whatever. But it could have been five-on-three. They did get – they got it to a 3-2 to a game. And then you're thinking – and then that, then that feeling's back in the building, right? Then it's like, okay, yeah, all right, we, we caught our wind, and now, you know, we're going to score. It's going to go 3-3. We're going to OT. So, Vic, it was the first time that we've ever lost a game of that magnitude – where to be completely honest with you, I wasn't upset. I was, I was really proud of the effort in the third period because it's real easy to just go, yeah. it's over. But they did. Well, bro, that that was my hot take. I mean, when you rally the way they did, and they're down three nothing, you got your third string goalie in net. You're playing with a couple defensemen that one was in the AHL, the other one was picked off waivers. I mean, come on. And they're still making a game of it? I, you're right. I have every reason to be proud of, of the Avs. Why wouldn't you? Now, you're upset they yeah. lost, but my goodness, the, 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 the no quit in this team is at a very high level. It really is, Vic. I mean, it was, to your point, it was life support. I mean, you see Jonathan Bernier take, you know, one of the first shots right off the face. I mean, it broke his mask. He had to literally go give his mask to Cliff Halstead, exchange mask, wait six, seven minutes for them to repair the only piece of equipment that is protecting him from a 100-mile-an-hour slap shot. And, yeah, rightly, he was probably dinged up and shaken up, and who knows. But Andrew Hammond came in, didn't allow a goal, uh, gave him an opportunity. And I also just want to point out one other guy, and there were a bunch of 
you know, there were a bunch of guys that played well in the third period. But, man, Gabe Landeskog, he, I mean, he was out there just bowling guys over, chirping guys, you know, just, I mean, I can't say enough about the effort of the leader, you know, the guy in yeah. a moment when you need that guy to stand out. And he did. I mean, he he was the driving force, I think, of the we are not out of this thing. And it was fun to watch. I mean, it was it, it's neat to see how much Gabe has grown. Uh, by the way, your boy uh, Ryan Hartman, is, uh, he's got a meeting with the NHL Player Safety Committee. Uh, he may be dinged with a suspension after that uh, hit to, who was it, Soderberg that he hit in the head? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that was like the third one. So, the, you know, Ryan Hartman came from the Chicago Blackhawks, so he's been on the team, I don't know, a total of two months or whatever it is. And, he, he you know, he's an energizing, you know, third-line guy, whatever. But I, I want to just go back to the to the Zen Andrighetto play. And I, we've watched it a 100 times from five different angles and this and all, everything that happened before the play. He and Zen get into a little whatever. He's holding on to Zen stick, okay, in between his legs and his arms. Zen pulls it out. He's mad. He wants two for Zen for whatever. You can see him holding up his two fingers. So he gets called for the holding. He drops his gloves, which is another penalty, and then takes a shot, uppercut, after Zen's being held by a third party, which is a penalty, and hits him right in the, well, I mean, it was the visor, but it could have gone right into the middle of his nose which is another penalty, and somehow we almost we get matching minors with an extra two. Okay, well, why, why, aren't, why aren't they calling these? I don't know. I don't – you know, I think it's like, okay, we're going to give you an extra two because that got out of hand and clearly you did more. But they're not really counting on their fingers the penalties. Now, did they make up for it later when they, when they had, had them shorthanded six on five? that they gave him another penalty and it became a five-on-three? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but both of those were penalties. But there was some nastiness in that game that, you know, Nashville is going to use if they move on in the playoffs, that they'll use against everybody. This is who they are. You don't see you, – did you see this in the regular season from the Nashville Predators ever? Did you ever feel like, wow, this team's nasty? I know. The, the regular season's far different from the playoffs. This is where 100%. you get stuff like this. You're exactly yeah. – hey, all right, so after the game – I go into the uh, Preds locker room, and I'm waiting there because everybody wants to talk to P.K. Subban. He didn't show up. He was in the training room for a long time. I'm wondering if there's something lingering. He took a couple big shots into the boards late in that third. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think it was the last shift. In fact, he, you know, the team was celebrating, and he was still on the ice. Now, I'm also going to say that he, he, he can play the drama card pretty good. I mean, he understands the media. He understands where he's at in Denver. He knows that nobody is a big fan of him. And a lot of times those superstars will just take it off by saying, hey, trainer, come come uh, rub this or do this game. or whatever. I, yeah. yeah, I'm not in the mood to go out there and see that, that Dick Lombardi who was trying to bug me all morning this morning. Yeah, I, I get that often, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. All right, so game game five, clearly a must win for the uh, for the Avs. Nothing surprises me anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if the Avs found a way to win this game. Uh, but I, I clearly wonder who's going to be the goaltender. If Bernier couldn't finish the game and it's a lower body, I, I find it hard to believe that he could suddenly get ready by tomorrow night. Is that what they're saying? I mean, literally, I woke up 10 minutes. Yeah, they said lower body. Lower body. They're, they're- Okay. Well, I mean, look, it, you and I can sit here and speculate all we want for whether it's upper body, lower body, side body, 
you have a nice body. They never say mid body, by the way. No, it's always lower upper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there, and there's, yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up. Anyway, uh, you know, if I had to guess, and this is again, hundred percent guess, I would say it's probably going to be Andrew Hammond. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if it was Jonathan Bernier, but you know what? There's a reason that he went twenty-one and two or whatever with the Ottawa Senators. Weird things happened at weird times, and I think that, that you know, for for Colorado, it's like, well. This has sort of happened to us all year long, you know. We've not like we haven't lost every one of our awesome players at some point during the season. So, you know, I I would honestly think that you go into Nashville like, hey, let's go out there and light these guys up. I mean, there is you, you shouldn't hold one thing back. Jared Bednar, the only thing that he really said negative from last night's game is that he loved the third period so much he just wished he'd have seen a little bit more of that in the first and second. So I think that message carries over. I think they come out loosey goosey, guns a blazing, physical, and we'll we'll see. First period, you never know. You never know. Kyle, this is the part of the interview where I ask you about your day, you start talking, and we go straight to break. All right. So I am currently wrapped up in a pretty thick blanket sitting on a couch in the fetal position wondering what am I going to do today. Then I... Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The 2018 Stanley Cup playoffs are on tomorrow night on Altitude. Watch as your Colorado Avalanche look to defeat the Nashville Predators in Game 5 of the first round of the playoffs. Coverage starts tomorrow on Altitude at 6.30. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude TV on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home for the Colorado Avalanche. Let's make noise. You don't have to travel halfway around the world for the finest German brats and beer on Authentic Bavarian food and hospitality are as close as downtown at Rheinhaus. Featuring authentic and modern German cuisine. Enjoy house-made sausages, pretzels, and desserts. Pair your meal with any one of 24 German and local drafts. And Rheinhaus is the perfect venue to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs on 30 TVs. Rheinhaus, Germany is close as downtown near the Pepsi Center at 14th and Market. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We're here for you, and this is your Legal Minute.
you know, when you've been injured in a car crash, it's not an ordinary day or event for you. You call the insurance adjuster. They know what to say. They know what to do. Do you? Probably not. They have a script on questions they're going to ask you. They're going to ask you to sign a few forms. Should you sign the forms? Do you really know what to do? You can call us at any time and we'll explain it to you. You can have a free initial consultation with Bell and Pollock. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. And there's a button that you can hit that's a 30-minute show on what you need to know before you ever make the first phone call to the insurance adjuster for the person who just creamed you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Coming up a little later, Travis Heath, our resident psychologist, joins us at the bottom of the hour. Hastings and Brownman coming up after our fine program, and they've got Josh Cronkey. Have we uh, verified a time yet? Uh looks like we're sticking with 11.30 for Josh Cronkey. Okay. Yep. So Cronkey joins uh, Hastings and Brownman at 11.30. And in this portion of the show, this happens to be one of my favorite segments, believe it or not, HW. It is time to span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. Real quick, I'm just glad Vic connected the dots there for me because my rundown just says Julie and Scott will talk with Josh. That's all, that's all it says. I don't know. Dover, Baskin, so been anybody. A little peek behind the curtains when our rundown prints on two pages. Uh-huh. We try to get it down to one, but today we just yeah. emailed it to Vic, so we didn't that is worry about it. I've been tweeting all morning, uh, Hastings and Brownman with Josh Dover. And it's like a big deal. <laughs> it's amazing how these things come back to bite us. All right. Hey, uh, we'll start here. USA Today Sports just dropped a report about the uh, least trusted people in the NFL. Broncos GM John Elway checks in at number three behind Redskins President Bruce Allen and Dolphins Executive VP of Football Operations Mike Tannenbaum. Who, who votes on this? Curious. Agents. It's according to NFL agents. So. Uh-huh. On March 20th, 2015, I wrote a column that the Broncos were getting a bad reputation. Uh, three years later, can I officially say, told you so? And people will say, oh, what's the big deal? Uh, free agents are represented by agents, and they are less likely to come to Denver if they don't no. trust the guy that's running the show. No. Yeah. If they get paid, they're coming. No, not that's, true. That's not true. Ridiculous. They're not going to, they're not going to buy what the, what John Elway's selling them. Okay. They're not. Next. Okay, you don't think that's a big deal? No. 
Not at all. Okay. Not worried about it. I mean, I don't care that you wrote about it back in July of three years ago. Okay. Well, this is why I say the things I say is because while the minions all just tell you how great things are, I actually give an honest opinion and then it comes to fruition. So, you know, we, uh, we, some of us saw this coming out the front window. Again, this is from USA Today. All right. Moving on. The cash. Case Keenum took that money. Didn't bother him. Bruce Allen, Mike Tannenbaum, Mike Brown, and John Elway. That's a list you want to be on? Or would you like to be on the most respected? Ozzie Newsom, Bill Belichick, John Schneider, Chris Ballard, Kevin Colbert, Les Snead. I think really? the, I think the one group is pretty good. Really? The other Bill, group, not okay. so good. Well, it's a lot of really good teams on the respected list and a lot of bad teams at this moment on the, Thank you. Yeah, there you the go. Trust list. The Bill Belichick, yeah, you're right. Cause people just clamor. Right now he's got a quarterback who doesn't even want to go to voluntary workouts. Oh, that's a big deal. Well, that's because of that Wickersham article. Respect the most. Let's see. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowls, Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, okay. Do, right, we, do we want to span the globe? All right, the Cavs beat the Pacers behind LeBron's 46 points last night. Let's hear some of that. Hill in the right corner. Back to LeBron. Squares up, fires a three. Hey! Knocks it down. LeBron James has all 16 Cavalier points. As five minutes in, it's Cavs 16, Pacers 1. Some... Something to watch in that series, though. Kevin Love has a torn thumb ligament. He, he is expected to keep playing. God, he's always hurt. Always. Kevin Love injures himself at all times. By the way, Cleveland is more of a one-man team now than it's ever been. It is LeBron yeah. or bust. It reminds me of that uh Cavs team that got swept by the Spurs the first time LeBron went to the uh, finals. It's LeBron and a bunch of guys. Yeah, that's about it. By the way, the Jazz snag one in Oklahoma City last night. Donovan Mitchell leads the way with 28 points. Mitchell said his team was ready to go. We, we came ready to play, and um, I think that was just we all we all took our took turns and on, on it, but we we all came ready to play. That dude's a rookie, guys. That dude's a rookie, and he took over in the fourth quarter. I'm He's a little a rookie. I'm a little worried about my thunder, but I, I still have confidence. Did you see Melo with? Flowing with the excuses in the post game last night. It was so no. classic, Mello. What do you say? I, I, I'm paraphrasing. My buddy Fred Catch tweeted them all out, but it was it was the excuse making getting lined up for Mello because he knows it's another first round exit coming to his resume. Really, Donovan Mitchell is a rookie. This coming from the guy who wants to throw the rule book on the ice, but you're gonna criticize someone for making excuses. That was okay. the texter, not me. Okay. The Rockets beat the crap out of the T-Wolves last night. James Harden's not worried about going two for 18. I'm not really worried about my shot. You know, like those same shots game one, they, they went in. You know, in game three, I'll shoot those same shots. I'm fortunate to have guys like, you know, Gerald and, and just the entire team, you know, to be able to have my back on both ends of the floor. And so, I mean, I just try to, you know, make an impact on the game in other ways. Boy, that's saying a lot. When your best player goes two for 18, you still blow out the opposition. Two for 18. He was one for 10 from three-point land. Do you and think yeah, still one by how, 20. Many, how many travel calls, by the way? <laughs> do you think Houston will sweep that series, Vic? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You don't think As Minnesota well. gets a win at home? No. Mm-mm. Look at Towns, by the way. Towns is shrinking in the moment. He had eight points the first game, 13 last night. The one thing, that, again, I, I leave that, that Nuggets-T-Wolves final game with this belief that in the crunch time, it was the young players on the Nuggets roster who shined and the young players on the T-Wolves roster who were nowhere to be found. That's a good sign. Another night in the NHL. Another series is over. This time it's the Sharks brooming the Ducks. There's eight seconds to go in the third. It's back at the Anaheim line. One last chance, a giveaway by the Ducks. Two seconds left, one, and that's it. 
For the second time in San Jose Sharks history, they have swept a playoff series. Final score in game four, the Sharks two, the Ducks one, and now it's time for the Sharks to bring on the Vegas Golden Knights for round two of the playoffs. You look around the West, two sweeps, and the other two series are at 3-1. Uh, obviously, that's why, you know, another reason it was disappointing the Avs couldn't make it 2-2 last Who night. Who was calling that game? Was that on Helium? Was it Alvin, Simon, or Theodore? <laughs> I thought the same thing. It sounded what like was, it was on Helium. What was going on there? That was, yeah, bizarre. Sharks Knights, that should be lit. Okay. Next. Moving on. I knew, I knew all three of the chipmunks. I get no credit for that. None. Pretty good. Top uh, of my head. The penguins look like they're destined to go back to the Stanley Cup. This one ends up with another whitewash for goaltender Matt Murray as it ends. Murray's second of this playoff year and the penguins will take a series lead of three games to one. They blast Philly. That guy sounded weird too. What is going on? Is there something going on with our board, our sound board there? I mean, are you playing these at like, it's like a 45 on a 33 speed or whatever. What, Dan, do, you, what are you Dan doing and Marty there, Dan? both say no. Yeah, that dude sounded like Scooby-Doo a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the NHL playoffs, honestly, guys, have not been that exciting thus far. They've been great in Colorado, but around the league, it's been a lot of blowouts. I have no idea what you're saying. I can't focus on anything but the way these guys sound. All right. That's we'll all. move down to Puerto Rico where the Twins are walking off. The 1-2 from Tomlin. Swung on, line drive, face hit, and that will be the ball game. Rosario comes across home plate, and the Twins win it in 16 by a final score of 2-1 to one here in Puerto Rico. Uh, I know what you're thinking, yeah. Manchester. The pronunciation. Please yeah. pronounce pronounce where the game was played. We thought time. the Avs might go late last night. That one went 16. Where did they play it? Where did they play down in Puerto Rico. Thank you. Your first attempt was Puerto Rico. <laughs> um, all right, we'll we'll play some Mets Nats. There was a grand slam. It sounds exciting. Swing and a drive. Well hit to left. Sierra going back to the wall. She is gone. A grand slam for Joanna Cespedes, and the Mets have busted this thing wide open here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Mets have an NL best 13 wins. You guys excited for the Mets Rockies NLCS? You know, again, you can say what you want about the Rockies. They only lost two on that road trip. I know Manchester doesn't seem to be excited. They got 11 wins, bro. That's uh, third best in the National League. Yeah, because everybody else has had six games snowed out. They've played 20 games. They're 11 and 9. No one's played as many road games as the Rockies. No one's played as many road games as the Rockies. They're 11 and 9. Was it parade time? No one's played as many road games. Yeah, well, they had burgers on the way home last night, too. We all got to see that. about Kyle Freeland. I'm not going to lie. Little concerned. 0-3. He got torched yesterday. Again. We'll close with this. Freddie Freeman got hit in the same wrist he broke last year. He could miss significant time. Again, development in baseball. I know baseball's not really on our radar right now, but that is your spanning the globe, and now the Texters are being mean to Manchester. About what? Why is Manchester uh, obsessed with the Broncos but hates everything about them? That's from 0597. I don't hate everything about them. I've been praising Peyton Manning for three hours. 8958, credit for the chipmunks. Why does this guy constantly seek credit and approval from everyone? LOL, so sad. <laughs> Uh, listen, if, if Bronco fans want to just continue to bury their head in the sand and act like there's not a problem with the way John Elway treats people, fine. I just told you and warned you three years ago. So now even when there's evidence of it, you still don't want to believe it. Fine. Continue to just run around saying, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's not. 
I don't think many of the people listening to the show knew who the hell you were three years ago. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure, but whatever. Three years ago. March. Three years ago. What, what happened three years ago? March 20th, 2015, I wrote the column that the Broncos are getting a bad reputation. Me and Dan and Marty are all cringy right and now. And now it comes out that, hey, you know what? NFL agents agree with me. So some of us are ahead of the curve. Some of us just sit there and watch the train go by. What's going to happen with the stock market three years from now? Please tell me. If I was, if my job was to cover the stock market, I'd probably be a good guy to follow on Twitter. Because some of us see it coming. You, you some see of us don't. You, you see, you see things. You well, see things. Again, find me the person in this town, the media member in this town, yeah. who said this ever, let alone said it three years ago. Find him. Okay. I'd, I'd like to see it. We got therapy up next. I'm so thankful I wake up every morning with a man who sees things. No, we should just, we could all just come in and say everything's great and just spew the company line from Dove Valley. That would be fun. That's good stuff. We'll spew some lines with our resident psychologist. Man, I can use him right now. Travis I mean, Heath coming up next. Man, you use him too, bro. Nostradamus. <laughs> he wrote about it in July. <laughs> it was March. This. For the second time in San Jose Sharks history, they have swept a playoff series. This national team is way too good. I don't see Colorado lasting too long with the Predators. It's the hockey team that's been the prohibitive underdog since the start of the season. Thing is, they kind of like it that way. He scores! Oh no, he didn't do that! Oh my goodness! The kid is going to break away! And shoots! And Tomorrow, it's a do-or-die game five for the Avalanche. They've shown they can play with the Predators, I'm telling you. Hell has got a thing of beauty. Big tree fall hard. Oh, my goodness. The Stanley Cup playoffs live here. Smash the Nash. Altitude 950. Welcome to Car Buying 101. I'm your professor, Alan Roach. For my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, it's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, and the rebates. And from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And that class is where the circus begins. We've all seen it. Lightning bolts and balloons, super low come-on payments that require super-fast talking or teeny-tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. All right, class, you can close your books because there is a better way the johnson family goal is simple to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make sure your experience is a great one that's it and that's why i love these guys during the spring sales event get a great deal on over a thousand vehicles 350 new rams 200 new jeeps experience car buying the way it's supposed to be johnson auto plaza north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com scott is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. Do you realize they have been in business for over 60 years? 60 years. I've been shopping at Kaufman's since I was a player in the NBA. When you came to Denver, you got in the cab and you went to Kaufman's because they had anything and everything you needed. And right now they're celebrating those 60 years with the Kaufman's 60th anniversary sale. Buy a suit at a regular price, get a second 60% off. Get 60% off clearance items. Even save 20% on custom suits, sport coats, slacks, shirts. You don't want to miss 
the 60th anniversary sale. It's going on now until April 30th at Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. Don't just shop anywhere. Get to Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. If you're tall, big, or athletically built, don't miss the 60th anniversary sale. There are 3395 South Broadway just off of Hampton or shop them online 24-7 at Kaufman's.com. Denver's real estate market is booming. And you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. Hey there, Denver. Are you suffering from spine issues? Is your back hurting when you sit down, stand up, walk, or even sleep? Well, if this is you, you're not alone. Myself, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, I experienced the same pains. After 10 years in the NFL and three back surgeries, I have made it a point for myself to find the champions in orthopedic surgery, the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, located right here in our backyard of Denver. I visited with Dr. Michael Jansen, the internationally known spine surgeon who has worked with top athletes and champions like myself, and I've gotten my injections from Dr. Isaac, who has 25 years of experience with sports medicine and knees, including total knee replacements. And if you've got shoulder problems, visit them for Dr. Schnell, one of the best shoulder surgeons here in the Denver metro area. So if you're experiencing back pain, knee pain, or any kind of joint pain, visit my friends at Center for Spine and Orthopedics, the champions of orthopedic care. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Barry with a redirect down low shot. Score! Gabe Landeskog. It's a five-on-three power play goal. And the Avs break through. They've still got a minute 33 to go on the power play. Barry fed it off for Jost. He found Landeskog at the far side of the crease. And the captain gets the Avs on the board. The crowd is fired up, and the Avs can get some momentum out of this one. Somebody asked me last night, amid the uh, crowd noise, and it got loud on occasion there at uh, Pepsi Center. What's louder, the playoff hockey or playoff basketball at Pepsi Center? And uh, I think it's a toss-up. I really do. There are moments in each game. The, the difference between playoff hockey and playoff basketball is pretty simple. Opening tip at a playoff basketball game gets loud. And then for three quarters, it's like, you know, up and down. Nobody's. The fourth quarter is obviously intense. That's when the game really begins. Some would argue the final two minutes. But that's when it... There's always intensity during the course of a hockey game because you don't know when a goal is coming, a goal is scored. It's always intense. So there's different levels of intensity. Let's bring in the good doctor, Travis Heath, who uh, not only follows the Nuggets, used to cover the Nuggets. I don't know if you've ever been to playoff hockey games, Travis, but uh, playoff basketball gets pretty damn loud at that place too. 
Yeah, I've been to both, man. I was at one of the Stanley Cup uh, final games back in the day in uh, uh, 96 and 2001. And, yeah, playoff hockey is it's its own animal, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. And part of that, I think you were just alluding to it, Vic. It's like you don't – you know, there are so few goals, relatively speaking, and you don't know when that's going to happen. And so everyone's always kind of on their edge of, at the edge of their seats. I don't know which is – I don't know which is louder – um, I'll tell you this, though. I wasn't there for game three, but, you know, I watched it and just sort of hearing from people who have been there, it sort of reminds me when the Nuggets made it back to the playoffs in Carmelo's rookie year. Right? Yeah. Like, I remember, dude, like when the Nuggets came out for warm-ups, like 20 minutes before tip, like everyone was in their seats, you know, they were all waving the, the rally towels or whatever, standing for 20 minutes just during the warm-ups. And so... I think both can be pretty awesome. Well, you know why? It's human nature. Because it had been so long that they'd been in that position. And now you got the Avs in that game three. It had been so long since the Avs were in that position, people like couldn't wait. Which is why at the end of George Carl's era, getting to the playoffs was sort of ho-hum. You took it for granted. You know, you weren't as into it as you were the first couple times. Because it wasn't new. This is all new to a lot of young fans who've never been there, and even yeah. the old fans, just to relive it. That's why it's it's obvious to me, isn't it? You're a doctor for crying out loud. Yeah, well, there's old idioms about this, right? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Sure, Absolutely. and it's it's cool because you're doing it with a new generation of players, and I think that that's always cool too. What you what you just brought up, like seeing kids get excited about a next generation of players, is awesome. I mean. For me, when I think of the Avs, I mean, I'll always think of Sackick and Forsberg and, and Tenge. And even in the second run, like Ray Borg, guys like Rob Blake, you know, those will always be like the original Avs to me. But it's cool to see young people taking up, you know, this next generation. And I think that's going to happen with the Nuggets, too. It already is happening, but when the Nuggets get back in the playoffs. So that sort of generational thing is a lot of fun for me. Uh, let's bring Manchester back on the airwaves, please, because that's a big reason why the doctor's with us, just to to help Manchester cope. Uh, what James, did I do now? Are you, are uh, nothing. You, I just are you two fighting? Are you fighting again, you two? Oh, we don't fight. I mean, I just I, I find this almost like a um, a medical case study, and and I like to use Manchester as my example. And here's what I think. And tell me tell me what you think, uh, doctor. Um, All right. Manchester likes to give people the blatant cold hard truth and i i'm of the opinion some people don't want to hear the truth uh, fans want to have hope they want to have something to play for or in this case pay for right and and manchester likes to strip away all that hope and he takes great pleasure in doing so is that accurate james no not at all i just think you end up wasting a lot of time if you don't Point out what's Wasting going time wrong. What the Broncos are going to burn through seasons. They're going to burn through seasons while they they go down the wrong path. That's why I was so upset about the Trevor Simeon. It was too waste the Trevor Simeon experiment. Two wasted seasons. I told you. That's all I'm saying. I that, that I'm just trying to get people to make the right decision earlier. Nothing wrong Doc, with that, help, right, help Doctor? Give him some. <laughs> well, okay, so. I'm a fan of truth, I have to say, uh, in, a, in a world, by the way, where it seems like we're getting away from truth. Uh, but I think you both have a point in that I don't know that everybody is, I don't know if capable is the right word, but I'll use that word, capable of receiving the truth or capable of receiving the truth just in a very direct way, right? And so um, 
I think sometimes the the solve the riddle here, how to solve the riddle is like how do you deliver the truth but in a way that people can hear it, and so I, in that way, I think both of you are on to something because my thing is if you deliver the truth and it's blatant but people aren't going to listen to it anyways, then like at least for me, why am I talking? Like because mm-hmm. no one's going to hear it now. Uh, I've said this before, I'll say it again, you know, uh, sometimes, like, you need the voice of reason, right? And I think sometimes uh, Manchester's just in that role, and he's he's going to say things that people people don't want to hear. And we probably need that, too. But just mm-hmm. personally, personally, like, why am I going to talk if no one's going to listen to what I'm saying anyways? But I think, I think uh, you know, I think Manchester, I think there's a method to his madness, I'll put yeah. it that way. I agree. Um, more importantly for Manchester... Because uh, he won't ask, I will. Yesterday, or last night, he went to an event, and there was an olive branch that was uh, handed out by his wife to uh, Mike Kliss. Uh, Manchester's had this running feud with poor Mike, and I don't understand why. Uh, and I guess his wife talked to Mike a little bit, and <laughs> things are easing. What's the next step, Doctor? What does Manchester do from here? Well, I mean, I think uh, first you have to make sure both parties want some sort of uh, reconciliation, right? I mean, if that, if that is so, if both parties want that, then I think, you know, coming to the table, sitting down, having a conversation, trying to uh, maybe see from the other's perspective, maybe, uh, you know, where they were coming from. But that that's assuming both sides both sides want to do that, right? Manchester, I mean, I do you want do you want it, Manchester? How badly do you want? Listen, that? I didn't block him; he blocked me. He took his ball and went home. So if he unblocks me, I will take that See? as a, okay. We want See? this. I, I can't help him, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, um, let's let's get uh, you know next week or something. Let's get uh, this would be a lot of phone calls for Marty to manage, but <laughs> let's get Mike Cliss on the line, right? And I'll uh, I'll have a little conversation. I'll facilitate a little conversation. It'll be Manchester. Mike Cliss, it'll be it'll be me, and then I'm sure yeah. Vic will have some things. To, I sure. mean, it'll be crazy. Well, you know, again, I I like to play sort of the role of um, fixer, and I'll give you another example, Travis. Uh, we had yesterday on the show Catfish Jake. This is the dude that came to Pepsi Center yeah. the other night and threw that catfish yeah. out of the ice, and so we got him on the line. And I I wanted to hate him, I wanted to fight him, but at the end of the interview, ended up just loving the guy. I mean, because he's doing this, there's a charity involved, and I just love his passion. I love the risk he took, and I got a lot of Avs fans angry with me that I would give him uh, that kind of platform, and I'm like, why not? He, he, he earned it in my book. Am I wrong? No, I like that, and actually, there's some new research out there. Like, in this Twitter time we live in, and like the sort of politically divisive times we live in, that like if people have a bias and you get on a platform like Twitter or whatever and you lecture them about how they're wrong, they actually like double down on whatever their bias is, right? But what this research shows is like the best way to actually get people to sort of listen to an opposing view is to actually get to know a person that has that opposing view, to like be in their presence and have a conversation. And when that happens, I'm not saying people like radically change their political views or something, but they go like, Oh, okay. Like I can see where that person is coming from. It sort of humanizes yeah. them. So I'm, I'm actually all for uh, that sort of thing. But in this day and age, it, it's so easy to just like on Twitter to just take a pop shot at someone, right? Oh God, you're so like, right. You're so right. You know, and, and that that helps explain the issues with texts. Like I, yeah, I had a conversation uh, with an associate of mine via text, and it didn't go well. But as soon as we talked and saw eye to eye and actually spoke 
the human word, the language of humanity. Everything changed. There's, we're losing yeah. that. We're losing that ability to communicate. I, I agree, and it's so easy. Look, it's so easy, and and I think we're almost divorced from the emotion of it to just take a shot on Twitter or even to say something by text. Plus, you can't hear like like look. We can all, uh, like, take someone that you know really well, like your wife, for example, right? Like, you can just see her face, and even if she says everything's okay, you're like, ooh, okay, everything's not okay here, right? Like, people that we know well, we can do that, and all context is lost for something like that on text or on Twitter. And so I think there is something about sort of human interaction. And on that note, look, if we're going to get Cliss and Manchester together, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I might have to come into the studio or something, you know? It might might behoove me to be able to be in their presence, right? All right, HW, it's on you now because uh, you booked the guests on this show. So um, you got Mike's number. Make it happen. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll actually, if we have to have a special day for Travis to come in, we'll make it happen because that'll be must-listen radio. Anybody listening to this radio station right now understands how revolutionary that would be to get the two guys together in the studio at the same time. Yeah, I spent 24 hours tracking down a catfish thrower for you, so I think I can probably make this happen. Yeah, good. <laughs> I would DM Mike, but he blocked me on Twitter. Uh, Travis, thank you for making us all feel better, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, fellas. Let's hope the abs can come back, huh? I'm with you, brother. I am right there with you. That is Dr. Travis Heath, weekly here on these airwaves, making us feel better about ourselves. And now we got to go back to a segment of Manchester. I feel worse about myself today. I feel great. It's so nice not being involved in any of the drama. Uh, Just letting you two hash it out. All good. Uh, coming up on uh, Hastings and Brownman, Josh Kroenke is going to join the show at 1130. Up next, our final thoughts right here on Altitude 950. Mark Moser. Hey, it's Kyle Key from Altitude. I just want to let everybody know why I love the Mark Moser show. And no, it's not because of his face or his stealth body. It's because of the way he talks. My favorite of all time. Ah! <laughs> the Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Nathan Gentlemen, when it comes to health and quality of life, there are numbers every man needs to know, including our testosterone number. Hey, Scott Aces here. I recommend going to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's covered by most health insurance. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Low T Center's physicians specialize in treating low T in men. They know men's health and are reinventing men's health care. Call them 303-451-5698 or go to LowTCenter.com. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. Mountain High Appliance is turning 25, and we owe it all to you, our loyal customers. To celebrate, we're putting a sale tag on every item in our showroom. For a silver anniversary, get a Whirlpool front-load chrome laundry pair at an unbelievable $13.99. Save $1,000. Save $200 on a KitchenAid stainless dishwasher for only $5.79. Plus, all Bosch dishwashers are on sale. Hurry in, save an additional 10, 15, or even 20% off our already low clearance center pricing. Amazing prices on factory blend refrigerators from KitchenAid, including a black stainless five-door refrigerator for only $25.99. Save over $1,500. Get a bottom-out refrigerator for only $6.99. Price is good now through May 6th. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5. 
Thank you, Colorado, for 25 wonderful years. Thank you. Be someone's hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, this is Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and from April 9th through the 22nd, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. It's tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I could make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at speaknowcolorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit speaknowcolorado.org to learn more. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's the latest? Well, we just finished a 1961 Ferrari 250 PF Cabriolet. It won a Platinum Award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won the Best Restoration Award at the show. That's huge. It's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all the other major shows in this like serious car collector world. That's impressive. How long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here for quite a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around the shop, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We do work on many kinds of investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof here. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? That's right. Have a look at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. When you're 6'10", you like big stuff. The bigger, the better. Doors, chairs, bathtubs, tutus. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so excited. My Ring Pro Partners pal, Unique Heating, is offering their biggest energy efficiency rebates ever, up to $2,700 back on a high-efficiency Ring Comfort System. Unique's owner, Adam, is big on keeping homeowners happy and comfortable with expert service and installation, quick response times, and low financing options. For more on Ream and utility rebates, go to ReamProPartners.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It's just one game. You know, our goal is go there and win that game. Then we know we're coming home and we prepare again. So, so you have to break it down. It's You can't think about, oh, yeah, we got to go win three in a row. Um, it, it's simple. You go into Nashville, you play your game, get to the game we played in the third period, get to the game we played the other night early and stay with it for 60 or 60 minutes or more, whatever it takes. 
Yeah, I'll say this. If the Avs can find a way to win Friday night, this puppy's going seven. It's going seven, and we're going to Nashville next Tuesday. Agreed? Yes, I agree. I totally agree. No, I, I firmly believe the Avalanche will, I'm not going to say win game five, but battle. Because there's. we talked about it to start the show, Vic. All three losses, the Avs could have won all three of those games. And again, I know no one wants to hear that down 3-1, but all three games, a bounce here or there, and the Avs win those three games. I think game five will be competitive, to say the least. I'm not sure if I'm going to predict them to win, but I think it'll be close. What's unpredictable about playoff series of any kind is just how different the roads that that lead to the the final result. Like, usually, in the first three games, we saw it was the Avs who got off to the hot start. It was the Avs who scored first, and it was always the Predators who finished with a flurry. Last night was the opposite. (laughs) The Predators came out rocking, right? They had the Avs on their heels from the get-go, and it's the Avs who finished strong. Valiantly, but not enough. So it com- it took a completely different turn last night from what we were used to seeing the first three games. I'm curious to see what we get Friday night. I have a feeling that Friday night it's going to be another one of those games where the Avs are going to have to weather the storm early, weather it the best they can. Well, you know Nashville's going to try to knock them out. And and the storyline now, Vic, and I'm going to head over here to the Pepsi Center shortly and go talk to the team, but the storyline now here is... uh, Like give them a pep talk or what? No, just get to the vibe. What exactly is your role? If I could just just finish my thought, that would be nice. (laughs) Who's going to play goalie in Game 5? Who's going to play goalie in Game 5, right? That'd be so funny if HW showed up. (laughs) Hey, Coach, do you mind if I have a few words with the team? I'm gonna go over and talk oh to the guy. So if if you actually had an audience with the team, HW, let's just say that Coach Bednar called us. Can we get the fact the checker? Break. Let's say he called us and said, HW, we we need you at Pepsi today. What would you tell the team? Kick Subban's ass. That, Someone that, do it. That's how you'd say it. That'd be inspiring. Okay. Thanks, HW. <laughs> Uh, I, I just love how I'm trying to get to a point of who plays goalie tomorrow night is a major story. And you two, because you're grumpy because the Avs lost and you've been fighting Broncos all morning, won't let me get there. Got it. It was hey. just the way you brought it up. I'm going to go right after this show to talk to the team. That's exactly how he said it. You're spot on, Vic. Hmm. See, we finally agreed on something. Dan, do you want to be hockey Dan? You could be, you could join this show tomorrow if you want. I'll switch your roles. How's that sound? Guys, I'm going to make my way over to Pepsi Center and, uh, welcome to my visit life. with the squad. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I already know they're at Pepsi. And now that I say that, I think they might be already yeah. be headed to and Nashville. Yeah, and I plane. wondered about that. Yeah. Why would they be at Pepsi they Center? They are doing media availability. I think it's at the airport or something. I'll figure it out in about six minutes. You think they just slept at Pepsi Center last night? <laughs> Fact checker, please. Uh, Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. By the way, we got this from the uh, 5085. If you guys skip the more you know segment again, I'm going to come to the studio and punch all of you. Hmm. Nice, nice to see that it's in demand. I forgot that it was a Thursday deal. Well, we're, no, it, we're gonna do it tomorrow on the city of Nashville. I already told Marty to remind uh, me. The number of times I've come in prepared for the more you know and didn't get to do it. Uh, oh, I, I, that I, happened I, once. I think oh. I'm, I think I'm boycotting. It Don't mess once. with Manchester's prep. Yep, that's right. Tomorrow might be about 
front windshield. That okay. might be the more you know. Do you know mine cracked? I had one of those little dings, you know, like the, the mm-hmm. size of a fingernail, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you supposed to do when you get that? Get it fixed because that's the yeah. butterfly effect. Okay, I got it fixed and it turned into an 8-inch crack. Now then you got to get your windshield replaced. Yeah. Especially if it's in your view, that's actually illegal. Sounds like it's a not, you it's not, problem. It's not in my view. Okay. I, and I'm not, I'm the guy where if it's in my view, okay, but if it's on the other side of the windshield, it's not my problem. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, Marty, go ahead. All right, guys, we had an error in the first segment today by Vic. Let's hear this. Rockies lose. They have the second most wins in the National League. Did you know mm-hmm. that? They don't. Actually, they the, the Mets, most. yes, the Mets have 13 wins and both the D-backs and the Pirates have 12. Rockies have 11. So. Shut up, Marty. And All they right. have a lot of losses. They have nine. Yes. Yeah, they're on pace to win 90. I quite a bit of Broncos talk today, which means you know we had a balderdash, but uh, this balderdash was kind of on steroids. Let's hear this one. That's balderdash and poppycock all rolled into one. (laughs) What would that be if you rolled it into one? Baldy pock? I don't. (laughs) I don't know. Not something I want to try saying live on the radio. Poppy dash. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, it wouldn't be a fact checker without Will butchering a very common word. (laughs) So let's hear today's special. Someone said Chipotle burritos. Oh, God. Someone said Chipotle burritos. Someone said Chipotle burritos. Is it Chipotle? Chipotle. Chipotle. I prefer Chipotle. The T is before the L? Yeah. One more time. Can you pronounce that gentleman who tried to win tickets from us the other day? His name? Just one more shot. Nope. Someone said Chipotle burritos. Right, and finally, uh, James is at career day the other the other day, and uh, we actually got some audio from it. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Okay, please. cool. Let's let's roll it. Green and leafy might be the way to go here. It might be the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> My God! Jeez, talking yep. to the youth of America there. Manchester. <laughs> hey, someone keeps it real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well done, Marty. All right, and that's it here. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, that career day must have been something else. How many uh, kids did you actually talk to? How many kids did you influence that day? Uh, it, it was in the hundreds. Yeah, I, 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 my booth was by far the most popular. Now I was giving away things, so I was basically bribing so people bribing. to come over mm-hmm. and, yeah. and talk to me. But yeah, it was very popular. I tell you what, kids today they don't know squat about about sports history. I was trying to throw layups. Or give them layups for the, the these prizes. And it's like, uh, hey, first of all, how old are these kids? Eighth and ninth grade. Okay, eighth and ninth grade. And what are the questions? That I got asking? to the point of like, where do the Rockies play? That's how easy Come I had on. to make the questions. No, I, I kid you not. They see they well, Google, I, they Google everything. They don't they don't actually have to remember anything. Yeah, it's you're troubling. Right. Well, it, it, it's like phone numbers, right? I mean, whose numbers do you remember anymore? Exactly. Your phone. That's I mean, a that's a great I'm lucky example. If I remember my own number. That's a great example. Now, they were very impressive and they're light years ahead of where we were in in other ways at that age, but they don't like from a factual standpoint, they don't know squat. By the way, Vic, we've got a uh, Mosier Mark on line 1. I just saw Marty pick up the phone. Let's see if we can sneak him in here real quick. This is the guy from the Smooth? Yeah, we Mark Mosier, you're on the Vic Lombardi Mosier, show. Are you on cuz you want me to talk nicely about you again? I did most of the show saying how no, brilliant no, no, you are. No, Right. No, I want to tell Will that, yeah, the, the availabilities of the airport today, and the best part about flying out, like, at, like when it's like 10, 30, 11, 30 in the afternoon, yeah. is they stop the whole plane with Chipotle's. I love <laughs> the Chipotle's, man. They're so good. Well, hey, Moj, you heard H.W. exclaim on the show that he's going over to visit with the team. So 
Uh, I'm, I'm, Bednar must be ecstatic that HW is going to go over there and have a few words to share. So, uh, hey, already talk, actually, I talked to Jared this morning, and he can't wait. He said yeah. uh, they've, they've got the special conference room set over at the, uh, oh, yeah. the terminal over here, and, they, I mean, they're they're all waiting for him, so he better be coming inspired for Game 5 tomorrow night. Hey, Moe, you'll be interested in this. I want to give everybody a quick olive branch update. Uh, Mike Kliss just followed me, and he unblocked me on Twitter. Whoa, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. This so, just happened. Just right now. News oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God! This is a bad thing. So this I is, this is bad. This the is olive branch good. was extended, good, but it's bad. Uh, I uh, right now here. I am going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set this up. Maybe tomorrow is tomorrow too early, or is it still? Can we get you and Chris tomorrow? It feels too early, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do, do it at any time. Yeah, right. I'll do it. Any hey, Moj, have a safe trip to Nashville, bro. I still don't understand how you were able to see all the. Uh, all the puck movement from that high. But how do you do it? How, how does that happen? I uh, eat a lot of carrots and I guess a lot. Yeah, you do guess a lot. At one point he's had. Yeah. At one point he had uh, his boy uh, CK uh, six playing hockey for the Avs last night. Hey Moj, Thanks, we'll, Moj, we'll all, see all you Sunday. Do, all, all I gotta do is yeah, we'll see you Sunday. All I gotta do is eat a bunch of chipotle and I'm just <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. See you, Moj. See you, <laughs> chipotle. Fire us up. We're late here. Fire up finale, please. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Okay, so according to you guys, Mark Rippon is a great quarterback. Joe Flacco is a great quarterback. They won Super Bowl. They won Super Bowl. So the, both the, both those guys, Trent Dilfer, great quarterback. Joe Flacco did his part. He launched that ball over Raheem Moore's okay. head. So Trent Dilfer led Baltimore to a parade. He's a great quarterback. He managed because, the game and managed they that won a Super Bowl. He got that defense back out there to make plays. Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl. Great quarterback, right? Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Great quarterback. Because according to you guys, the only thing that matters is parades. The only thing that matters is hoisting that little shiny trophy. That's the only thing that matters. I'll leave you with this, James. The only thing that matters, you're right, is Lombardi. Thanks for listening. Up next, Hastings and Brownman with Josh Kroenke. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Avs. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in Nashville to take on the Predators in Game 5 of their